had to recall. We'll try again. We'll try again. Hello. I have to fly the drone next to a helicopter tomorrow. I'm very, cool. uh, I'm very worried about it. What are you worried about? Are well, you going to crash it into it? Yeah. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah. You know, especially like you know what I mean. It'd be a bit embarrassing, wouldn't it? Especially if you damaged the helicopter and broke. And also, out. there's like a very important person in the helicopter. Is there who? Is it like? Is it Prince? Uh, what's his face? Andrew. Uh, you know, have you heard of a company called HomeServe? HomeServe, HomeServe. Do they not do electricity and stuff? They do like in-house insurance, I think. It's a ma- uh, massive no. company. Anyway, the CEO travels in a helicopter. Oh, right, okay. I have to film Because he's so posh and all. Because he's so fucking goddamn popular. Because I've got so much money, I can. I don't need a car, I use a helicopter. He does have a car, but he doesn't drive it. He has a driver. Oh, he has someone else who drives it for him, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's true, it's true. Are we ready? I'm ready. Duke. Ready, ready. Duke. Duke. Yes. You yeah, okay? Checking, you. checking. Are you all right? Uh, I'm a little under the weather today. I'm <laughs> awake now. You're, you're definitely awake. All right, everybody ready? Yeah, we're ready. Let's do it. Okay. Attention, listeners. I'm sorry that Stu kept that babbling from before the show in. You probably thought you started playing it in the middle of the show. If anybody's listening for the first time, this is normal. It's just weird that Stu leaves in two minutes of us talking about nothing before the actual theme song, which starts now. Are you seriously talking about video games? do not mean Stu. It's the veteran gamer. No, I don't know, Duke. I kind of liked it. It's the veteran gamer. Break! Break! Yeah! yeah Switch that console well, up we- before you have to press repeat, yo. Well, when are we going to get rowdy? Hello, and welcome to show 272 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Yay, 272. Yeah, let's do it. I'm trying oh trying to be we've, energetic, but it's hard. We've got we've got a spammer in the in the chat. Someone needs to sort the spammer out. Step J, get him sorted. Um actually I want to buy games for cheap and earn money with them, so I would appreciate it if you did not ban that person. Oh, Purple Sunny Sunny is a friend of mine. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Anyway, uh, anyway. So, how is how is everybody? Y'all all right? Oh yeah. Oh, sorry, I'm Stu. What? <laughs> oh my goodness! I was That's banning the person. I was banning the. That's what you're telling us. Yeah, all right. Yeah. It was it was lifting the ban hammer. That's what yeah. he was doing. Mm. Uh, so anyway, how is everyone? Are y'all all right? I'm under okay? the weather. I gave a big presentation, two of them yesterday, actually. Well, four if you count the agent pitches that I gave as well. But it was an awesome day at the Writers Institute. So yeah, it was a great day. And I'm on spring break. Hooray! Yeah, spring break. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, I was just saying to Chini, I'm off next week, so oh, I'm yeah. soon on the holiday. I've had a very. 
I've had a very long, long week this week. Yeah. Why is that? I'm okay. Well, apparently, Laura had a... the stream. The stream's off. Did you know that? Apparently, Step J's, but I hope might realise the stream is off. Lol. Where did you put yeah. that? I don't know. Don't ask me. Just put it in the chat. Anyway, we'll we'll kind of keep going. Although Master Zulu heard the ban hammer comment, so maybe it isn't off. I don't know. Step J seems no. to think it is. I think it's working. I think, I think it's, it's working. working. Refresh, refresh. Um, <laughs> no, I've had a long week because um, Tara's had her exam for Pilates and stuff. So she's been building up to that. Hmm. And then it was her birthday. Yeah, happy uh, birthday. And any, happy birthday. And any man knows that a woman's birthday isn't just a day. It's a week. So... Um, on the on the Well, I've been busy at work as well. I've been very busy sort of work week and then uh we've been filming a lot of the the, the university of wolverhampton's got a formula two car so we've been filming that oh, a bit okay. um we've been making some videos on that and that's coming out really well and yeah and then uh, i had my first day off but I, I was actually going around warwick uh castle and then yesterday we had a meal and so when i say like just long week i don't mean like terribly hard a lot of a lot of like you know stuff to do but a lot of it's just running around getting people together Tara had about three cakes so you know sounds like a good birthday to me it does sounds like what did did you buy her for her birthday what gift did you give her well I took her to Warwick that was part of the gift Um, I bought her two books because she um, hasn't been reading fiction. She's been reading a lot of Pilates books. I bought her a handbag, a very nice uh, handbag, uh, and I, um, I bought her like a new look voucher because she likes to shop at New Look, and I paid for the fancy dinner with all her family and stuff. So very nice. And yeah. did you did you get her a, get her a, a voucher for some genie love? Did you get, did you give her one of those? She can get that whenever she can cash that in whenever she wants. Don't worry, don't worry she's got them piling up. She never really uses them. <laughs> she never redeem. Them. <laughs> yeah, no. yeah. I'll not bother tonight. I'll wait a bit. Nah. No. Emma, what, what cash values these were? <laughs> yeah, gotta cash it in. Yeah. Uh, but you also have the, the. Is there something? Spe- sorry, is there something special she wanted to do, or I'll just hang out? To be honest, I think it, it as like like you say when you get older, Duke, it's time. I yeah. think is, yeah, it, it is the day out in Warwick. We watched, you know, we hadn't really spent a whole day together for a long time, yeah. and we hadn't really done anything leisurely for a long time. If we do, it's just, you know, monging in front of the TV, you know. Um, so just a day out, and it was a really nice day. Um, just you know, went to Warwick Castle. It was really nice. And Step J actually recommended uh, to go Guys Tower, and he recommended a restaurant, but it was closed at the time. So I thought, look, Step J, because he was. Sort of recommended things for me, and we went up Guy's Tower, did the dungeon, all that stuff. It was good. It's good. Yeah, you see, that's always good. It's always good to get yeah. out and about, isn't it? Mm. You know, get a bit of fresh air and all that stuff. All that yeah, stuff. You can't. You can't beat. It. You can't beat it. You can't. It refreshes you, doesn't it? It's weird actually. We've had a lot of seagulls around here recently for some weird reason. Ah, ah. I know. But it keeps reminding me of like you know like holidays when you were a kid and you used to wake up in some really dingy guest house I in never, Scarborough. I never did that. Yeah, and you can hear the seagulls outside, and it's it's kind of I don't know. It just made me reminisce a bit. We've had loads of seagulls squawking around there for some weird reason. 
Ah, that seems such a long time ago. Fraser Moon says in the chat, like you're in your 40s and you can't even be asked to go out. I can't get away. I'm in my 40s. I'm in my 40s and I get out and about. I could never be I get out and about all the time. That's a lot of bollocks. Um, If I am roller skating. Exactly. I roller skate. I get out in walking, you know, and get out in the fresh air and. I do all sorts of stuff other than video gaming. You know what I mean? That's what you got to do. It's got to be a balance. It's got to be a balance of stuff. Uh, anyway, video games. We should probably talk about some video games. Yeah, we should talk about some video games, shouldn't we? We should. We should do that, shouldn't we? Because I haven't. I haven't got any stories this week. I don't think. <gasps> I don't think I've got anything. I know. I have nothing to. Nothing to mention. Nothing blew up this week. Everything seems to be working. Yeah. As I don't think should. I've got anything. No. I all my my car is okay. One hundred and fifty pounds lighter, and my car is repaired. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't yep. think, and it's all working fine. And other, you didn't than, your, your brother's new car off him then. Other no, other than I have to fly the drone next to a helicopter tomorrow. Um, I don't really have anything else to talk about. So, ah, that's funny. Mm. Yeah, so let's hope let's hope it all goes well, and you don't let's crash so. it into anything. You, you don't take somebody's head off. Let's let's you know let's I mean? not think about that. Yeah, uh, we're talking of taking people's heads off. We did watch the finale of season two of Game of Thrones today. All right, now oh, yeah. we give spoilers. So we're in season it's not, it's two. Not, it's so not really awesome. a spoiler, Duke, but when the fucking heads oh, blow up. Uh, well, to be honest with you, there's that many heads come off in Games of Thrones. It could be anybody's yeah, head. That's to true, be fair. but <laughs> there's a lot of heads come off. But you know, weirdly though, Kay and I were talking about this today because there was a, a head where somebody swung the sword and chopped the whole top of the head off right like at about sort of nose level yeah you know what i mean so the whole and i i just don't think that's really possible in real life i don't think you could really really do that into the uh unlikely things in game of thrones well you you know know, they're fine but you know taking someone's head off no no but they didn't take the head off he took it sort of halfway up so just above their ears you know what I mean? But I think the chances are if you, you'd have to have the very sharpest sword in the world and be the like the fastest swing ever because it's that it was that clean a cut. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like he was cutting through butter or something. I'm like, I don't think that's possible. I don't think you could really do that in I, real life. I would life. encourage you not to get all worked up about the uh, possibilities of Game of Thrones because it's not meant to be a realistic show. They should find that out on MythBusters. That's what I was just going to say. They should do that. Let's see if it can be really it's done. It's only justifiable on a, a, hum, a, a live subject. Absolutely. absolutely. I think yeah. they should try it out. Yeah, and there was another one where he chopped him across like the waist and, and like chopped the top half of his body off in one swing. And again, I'm like, I don't think that could happen. Do you know what I mean? But it does go to say that this the, the, the program itself is very gruesome. Yes, it is. And pessimistic. Yeah, well, yeah, yes. it kind of is. It's, yeah, it kind of is pessimistic because, you know, it's it's a bit like The Walking Dead. Do you know what I mean? I, I, said this to I can't say about The Walking Dead. But you know yeah. that The Walking Dead video game is not pessimistic. No, but the program kind of is. The, yeah, the, in the program, there's there's never any happy endings, you know, and you know there's never going to be well, one. Well, you don't need happy endings in order to be realistic. This is one of the things I said at my presentation yesterday. Duke, yeah, but pessimism- Duke for, the, yeah, for, yeah. The, for the idiots in the room, right, yes. i.e. me, um, define pessimistic. Pessimistic means that you have a negative view of the potential for human uh, um, 
advancement, and basically you don't believe there's hope for things. Huh. Yeah. Well, I, I guess. I mean, there could be hope in, in Game of no, Thrones to a extent. No, there can't. There, there <laughs> is could. none. I'm sorry. There's no hope in that series. You know, Arthur Arthur is instance, a pessimistic storyteller, at least from what I've instance. seen of Game of Thrones. I, he's written other books. I don't know anything about him, but Game of Thrones is a hopeless story. It's for instance, I hope, I hope at some point, and I know it's going to come, that Joffrey comes to a very sticky end. I can't talk about that without giving spoilers, so we're not going to talk about it. No, well, no, I don't, I don't want to know, but I'm hoping that it happens. There you go. There's hope there. there I go. hope. <laughs> That we talk about video games during this. Episode. Yes, we should. We should definitely do that, shouldn't we? Uh, we should definitely do right that. Along. Yeah, moving right along. So um, let's let's. Willy. We want Jelly Willy. Let's start with you, Duke. This week, what have you been up to? Yes. What have you been doing? Well, I've been playing um, <clears throat> Battlefield Hardline a lot because that game's awesome. And it's basically the same game as Battlefield 4, except new maps. I haven't really been playing the hotwired mode a lot, um, but the Conquest is good. I like it. I'm having fun with it. And Shadow of Mordor, I'm also plugging along at that. And apparently I'm only like halfway done, because, you know, there's that point where you go to the new map. Yeah. Yeah, I believe so. I mean, I haven't played enough of it. I played about the first two or three hours, and that's kind of all I've played. Yes, well... um, Anyway, so, yeah, but it's good. I mean, I'm still having fun with it, and it's interesting because you reach a certain point where the standard things that you do to defeat enemies, they can counter them. So you have to kind of mix up your retinue, and it's not the type of thing where you just get to a point where you're like, oh, this is so easy because it's just the same thing every time with the enemies, which I don't generally feel that way. But if you did, that wouldn't happen to you with Shadow of Mordor because you, you know, there's a certain point at which you try to jump over some enemies, and they're like, that's not going to work on me. Right, okay. So with some people, it does work with, I'm guessing. Yeah, oh yeah, you can jump over some of them, and you, you get a skill at a certain point where when you jump over them, you can stun them, which is very handy, because then you know it becomes a matter of jumping over everybody, stunning them, turning them into your slaves, and then they fight the enemy with you. And it's interesting, because you know, that, that adds another layer of depth. Oh, I'm glad you're enjoying it. And you're doing this while hardly Dan is off his PC, then, or you're not on oh, Steam. Yeah. It's funny, because yeah. for the first time I went to play it while he was playing Steam, and it just took me to the store page. And I was like, yeah, I could buy it. I know I could buy it, but I'm not going to buy it. Don't waste Steam. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. Get real, loser. Well, I, I mean, I tried to do today, before the show, I tried to do some uh, share play with Rob on Bloodborne. Yeah. What play? I thought... The, the share play, you know, the share play functionality on the PS4. Back time. Where you can, where you can play. take over. Share play. If oh, I can find a way. Exactly. Uh, where you can take over someone else's cut, but it, it's it's blocked. So obviously Bloodborne doesn't work with that. They went, no, you're not allowed to do that. Oh, that's pretty annoying. <laughs> well yeah. done, PlayStation. But also, well, well, it's not PlayStation. It's the uh, it's whoever sort of publishes the game, yeah, from software. But what's kind of funny is it says um, the the game you are trying to play is not in the correct region for you, uh, or has not been released. Uh, please choose a game of the region that you are in, and and he's like, well, that's not the case, is it? So it must have like a stock message when it won't work. I get. Um, yeah, so I couldn't do that. So, but anyway, back, back to Shadow of Mordor, Duke. You, you yeah, Shadow of it? Mordor, how is that? <laughs> yes, yeah, is I'm liking it. I think it's a good game. It's uh, 
I, you know, I've I've really stopped caring about the story. To be honest, I stopped caring pretty early yeah. on. <laughs> I stopped caring as soon as as, as Gollum turned up and was spouting all sorts of stupid shit. I, was, yeah, I don't know. I mean, Gollum actually is the one part I'm kind of interested in because I think he's an interesting character. But you know, they've they've pretty much mined that ore dry, so there's not yeah. much else to say about Gollum. But whatever. Um, you know, you find. Have you, got, have you got Andy Serkis doing the voice? Is it is it him doing? I it? don't know. No, I don't think it is. I don't think it is. But no. you find these artifacts, and then like it's like find the memory spot to to tell us where you know to to activate the memory. Do not show the snuff film part where they cut her throat. Um, but anyway, <laughs> so you but it, you know, and they start playing this memory, and it's just audio. And they have the text there, too. And it's like, oh, uh, I've got to find the tree where the blah, blah. And it's like, nobody cares. As soon as that starts, I'm just like, escape, go back. I don't care. I don't want to hear it. So whatever. Shadow of Mordor is fun. I, I'm, just trying to, I'm just trying to think. When you get to the second sort of grassier area, yeah. um, you're probably about like two-thirds in. Oh, yeah? Well, that's good. I, yeah. Because I mean, I, th- I suppose because it says it's like fifty percent, but that's probably like in terms of a hundred percent. Yeah, you which I might do actually. I'm I'm actually going through each of these levels. Like I'm not doing the hunting challenges all the way, but you know, like I want to find those, you know, the little knife-looking things where you have to be the ghost and then you know it yeah. puts something on the wall or whatever it is. Those are fun. Yeah, uh, yeah. and I'm actually yeah, I like stealth because you know I can actually do it. So. Yeah, but you you sort of got quite good at stealth, didn't you? Because you played a character in Skyrim that was all stealthy. Oh, yeah. and well, and that's the thing is like it's the it's the there's about to be the snuff film part of this clip. I do not want to <laughs> turn it off. I can easily not watch it. Sorry, people who are listening after the fact, you don't want to hear us quibble about the video stream. Anyway, uh, the 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 stealth mechanism has to work well, and in this game, it works very well. So, which is to say, it's pretty easy. You know what I mean? Like, people who like stealth and like a challenge with their stealth, they probably wouldn't like this game because it's pretty easy to be stealthy. But I like it for that reason, so. Mm. Very good. So, very good. What else? Anything else you've been up to? Yes, two more games. Fire Taco Spartan gifted me a game, so thank you to that person, him or her. Uh, the game's called Caster, and it's a very simple third person shooter, I guess you would call it. It's made by one person, and it kind of shows. Um, it's it's this very simple environment. You're basically running around and doing these silly jumps and trying to get glowing orbs. And there's a story, but I don't know why, because every level is the same. Uh, it's 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 a, it's kind of fun, but I don't think I'll be playing it a whole lot. But still, I appreciate. It was funny because uh, yeah. Fire Taco Spartan said. Um, you know, uh, here's a game for your new high-end PC, and it's clear that, you know, that was a challenge. Yeah, you see, he was trying to make it sound like he was going to really tax it. Right, and then when it... It, it took, looks pretty fast. It looks pretty fast, fast It's dude. very fast, yeah. Um, it's, I mean, that's a later level. When you start out, it's pretty slow, but, one, you know, it gets going, and, uh, yeah. I mean, the controls are a little wonky, but it's an interesting challenge, so <clears throat> people could try it out. It looks all right. It does look all right. It looks kind of fun. Yeah. How much is this game? I have no idea. I imagine looking at it, it's not too expensive. I can't imagine anybody pay a lot for a gift for me, but 
Remember the game, and you Fracture. can and you can alter the yeah. Remember Fra- I remember Fracture, yeah. Fracture, well, the, the biggest the, the, the biggest sort of gimmick with that is that you could move the turf up and down, which is what you can do in this. The other funny well, thing only about, only at the right spots. Yeah, only where there was I soil. Got to the point where you move yeah. the turf up and down, yeah. so I don't know anything about it. But 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 the funniest thing the funniest thing about Fracture was they used to brag about the person that wrote the story for Fracture was a Hollywood. Scream writer. writer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now they all do it. So they stole Fracture's <laughs> idea. Yeah. Yeah, but it, Fracture was also very rubbish. It's just as you know, as if like hey, he's written for Hollywood, as if that was Very like amazing as a good qualifier. So in other words, he's yeah. fallen on hard times now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's working the at their local restaurant. Yeah, I'm actually part of this uh, subreddit called Steam Grid, where people post images and requests for images for uh you know when you have your steam library in the grid format sometimes you want different images than the one that's on there so for instance Hammerwatch right now just had a big update and so the icon changed from the usual Hammerwatch logo which is very cool to this thing that's like Hammerwatch now with the sun temple and i'm like get that off of there i don't want that but anyway so someone on the steam grid subreddit put up a thing for a game called pixel dungeon and I'm sorry, Chinny, I didn't prepare anything for this, but um, Pixel Dungeon is a very simple game. It is a roguelike in that it's basically the same game as Rogue. Did y'all ever play Rogue back in the day? No. No. The reason games are called roguelikes is because one of the first um, graphical video games was called Rogue, and it's also known as NetHack. I mean, there's several versions of it, but anyway. So the idea is that... Um, you, you, it's an RPG, basically. You go down in this dungeon, and you explore, and you get stuff, and then you come back up, and then you buy stuff, and then you go back down, and so forth and so on. And eventually, you have to get to, like, level 100. It's a very simple dungeon crawler. Anyway, so this game is a lot like that, except there's no store. It's just you find stuff to level up with and whatnot. So, uh, But the graphics are great, and it, it works really well. The one thing I wish it did differently is... Uh, like, it's clearly made for a tablet, so it's a lot of, you know... If you want to rest until you're healed, for instance, you can press spacebar to rest for one turn, but right. you can also click and hold the rest button, and you'll rest until you're healed. And it's just annoying that you have to go to the mouse at certain points because, it, again, it's designed for a tablet or a phone or whatever. So, I, I mean, whatever. It's, it's a good game, um, and it's pay what you want, so that's nice. And, yeah, uh, I think Pixel Dungeon is... You know, I paid two dollars for it. You can pay zero if you want, but uh, so what's I think the, it's what's the it? point of Pixel Dungeon? To me, I'm just looking at like some sort of 2D maze. That's what, what it do is. I have to do? You fight monsters, you explore the maze, you get to the next down staircase, and then you're at a lower level, and you have to fight monsters to level up. And it's very difficult, so you'll die a lot, but that makes it rewarding when you do kill enemies or you do. Uh, is it? Am I right in thinking it's kind of like automatic combat when you come within range of something and it just starts? Well, no, you push yeah. right to attack to the right, you push down to attack to the down. Yeah, but everything's automatic. You don't choose your weapons oh, and all that sort of stuff. No. I mean, you have an inventory and you can move. Yeah. You know, you get a new sword, you move that in. or you, you know, Yeah, you can equip stuff to make your, your attacks more powerful yeah, and all that sort exactly. of stuff. Yeah, it's quite cool. And that's what I've been playing. Oh, and then, well, you know, when I played Pixel Dungeon, it made me think, oh, man, this makes me reminisce about the days when I used to play a lot of Rogue or Angband is the one I always played. And so I went and installed Angband again, and that game is classic. 
And is is this is this a text based like a mud or something, or is this? No, like, it's not no, a mud, no, but no. it's very low graphics. Like it's originally created for like ASCII graphics, but then there are right. very small, you know, graphics files you can download as well. So right, but it's so very you can do that basic. As well. It'll run on anybody's computer. So again, it's a good thing for me to use for my big fancy new computer. There you go. Yeah, because that's you know pushing it to its limits, which is yeah. impressive stuff. Impressive stuff. Um, well, I was hoping to be talking about a particular game this week, but I can't, unfortunately. Why not? Uh, well, that game um, was going to be Dying Light, uh, which I ordered from Amazon uh, over a week ago now. Well, over a week ago. In fact, I think it was a week last Thursday so when yes. I put my order in. And it never came. No, it's never arrived. And yet again, wah, this wah, is wah. possibly the fourth game or possibly fifth game that has gone missing on its way to me. So I can only think that there is someone in my local sorting office that feveries games every now and again. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is... Yeah. So this is... It, it may still arrive. It was meant to arrive on Thursday because I did the sort of free postage, like three to five day postage. Uh, so it's estimated it was Wednesday, Thursday. It didn't arrive Friday or Saturday. So if it's not arrived by Tuesday next week, I would imagine it's not coming at all. Uh, and the and the problem with Amazon is it's like a, you've got to wait 30 days before you can put a claim in to either get your money back or get oh, a yeah. replacement game. Damn straight. So, I know. So that's a bit of a bugger, that. And, you know, there is bugger. someone with... Oh, yeah, this. <laughs> There's some light-fingered Freddy down at my local sorting office, or potentially the delivery game, person. Through and he's like, "Fuck it." He well, you know what one. they are, don't you? Because they're bloody because of the box. Yeah. Well, no, I would imagine he takes more than mine. I'm, get, I mean, I'm imagining whoever's doing it probably takes quite a few from different people. <clears throat> anyway, I've got a copy of Dying Light that I can sell you if you want. Have you what's that on then? Uh, on the PlayStation Four. How? How have you got that? I've got it off a friend who works in the post office. <laughs> I was just going to say, how have you got all of that? That is quite funny. You are a funny man. Uh, so, unfortunately, I've not played that, but I have played other stuff. I have played other Royce. stuff. Um, I've been playing the golf club. Uh, not doing oh, yeah. quite as well, but that's not a terrible thing because at least my handicap's gone back up to, I think it's something 0.8 or 1 so, or something now. So this is the thing with the golf club tournaments now. They include handicap. And yeah. my problem with the handicap is I have no idea what the fuck is going on. <laughs> right. So I play it and I go, that was pretty good. And it goes, minus two. And I'm like, what the fuck? Uh, and, and then I yeah. don't know why I don't win. So I, I, I'm sort of like, I'm not given up on the golf club. I just, I just don't know what's going on anymore. The, the problem is the better you get at the game, the harder it is for you to win. Because if you get really good at it and you, you would end up with a... A, a sort of a negative handicap, if you will, where I've, it I've adds heard, on shots. I don't want to name names, Step J, but I've heard that some people have been playing harder courses to make sure that a handicap. Stays. Well, they don't. They, yeah. To be fair, they don't even need to do that. All they need to do is sort of just play shit on purpose. At least, I guess, they're playing harder courses, so they're still honestly, at least trying to play. I honestly don't know if Step J did that. I just like to call him out. <laughs> so what you're trying to say is that Step J's cheating. I'm just saying. staring up shit, basically. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? But yeah, the the thing is, though, when you're doing the tournament, if you play, like, say, for instance, last week, as I played more, my score was getting worse, even though I wasn't playing any worse, because obviously my handicap was getting better or worse. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's, it's kind of almost makes you not want to 
play any more rounds when you get a decent score because you're like well i'm not playing another round because otherwise it's going to be harder to get a better score that's why i think we should put the handicaps off but whatever yeah i think the handicaps aren't helping it although it does level the playing field you know what i mean it does work um you know and certain people are like yeah oh god a shit handicap you know like yeah some people are using it properly whereas others aren't yeah manny calavera because he has to get like 15 under to get any chance of, of winning the tournament yeah do you know what i mean because his handicap is so like positive you know what i mean he adds on about five or six strokes to his final score whatever he gets so he has to he has to play even better all the time he has to keep playing better and better i don't know um so you don't even know what that means. Uh, but no. anyway, that all being said, I've been playing with Rob today. We played in uh, in kind of co-op. It doesn't really work as co-op, but it kind of doesn't. It doesn't. Sort of. You sort of play at the, sort of. at the same time. You can see their score live at the same time, can't you? Yeah, and you can see them teeing off on, on the next hole if they've moved on to the next hole from you. It's kind of cool in that way. I would prefer it, though, if it did it like sort of you take your shot, they take their shot. Yeah. Well, I think that's the, that was the problem with golf games. The Tiger was used to do that to like I think oh nine or something. But the problem with that is you just end up fucking ages t- just waiting, yeah, waiting. Yes, for I it. guess. I guess there's negatives and positives for that, isn't there? I suppose there? If, if the option um, was there, but you'd soon get bored of it. Yeah. So I'm I'm enjoying it. I must admit, I am enjoying the in the game, and I'm getting better at it. And sometimes I play crap. You know, it's it's kind of like real golf in so much as it's you know you you've still got that inconsistency. Steph Jason, you know, to you me, Mike, there are certain holes that you must get a birdie or you lose a shot. And wow. they are marked across. So I'm guessing that's on the score sheet as you go around. That must be it. That must be it. Yes. See, I don't. I didn't understand all that stuff. No, I don't. Um, but yeah, you can't. The, the the cool thing about the golf club is you can't get complacent. No. Do you know what I mean? You've got to still always try your best and be on your game. And uh, also, I did find out something. Go on, sorry, go on. But like, practice is, makes perfect. But also, the if you don't play for a while, you feel it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure you do. You do. And the other thing I found out this week, which is kind of a bit of a cheat, uh, which I didn't realise. Is and I don't know whether I mentioned this last week, but yeah, you can use it. you can use wedges <laughs> on the greens. If you get a particularly long green, you can do a flop shot on it. <laughs> so I've been doing that sometimes as well, which yeah. obviously you would never do on a real golf course. Well, you can. So that's, you'd probably get shouted at. Yes, you would. You would get in trouble for doing that. But obviously, on this, you can kind of get away with it's it. Like so I have putting your trolley onto the green. You're not supposed to, but <laughs> who cares? Who cares, man? Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um, so yeah, no, I'm, I am enjoying it. So I've been playing a bit of that, not tons, but I have been playing. You know, dabbling. You dabble, don't you, with a golf club? You just play it when you've got nothing else to do. So uh, I'm doing that. And the uh, the new suspend feature on the PS4 is working really well. I really like that idea. Uh, well, which that's I know where that you, you 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 can stop it and and it goes into sleep mode and then it comes back and then you still play the same. It's exactly place. where you were in whatever right. game you're playing. So or, or whatever application. It's not necessarily games. It's anything you were doing. Anything. So you know, but it works well. It works perfect. Yeah, it's uh, not a problem at all. And they've, they've added like a quick a quick access menu thing now as well. When you you press and and hold the PS button, it sort of gives you other little options and stuff. So there's there's other stuff that you can change without having to go into all the settings and stuff. So it's quite cool. And I think you can uh, you can edit that. For you. 
So yeah, that's that's all working really well. Like I say, I was going to try out the share play thing, but that didn't work at all. Play, sorry. Yeah, all right, whatever, whatever. Uh, So yes, on Stu. If I could turn back time. There you go. What are you sitting Um, on, Stu? I'm sitting on a chair. (laughs) What have I recently grown quite long? Hair. Brilliant. (laughs) Very funny. Top comedy. Top comedy. Life is Strange episode two came out this week. Ooh, it did. This week, so I have played and finished that already. You know, I uh, had one sitting about a couple of hours again. So it was about two hours, hour and a half, two hours. Um, I don't know what to think about it really. I do. There's stuff. There's stuff I really like about it, and there's stuff that isn't so good. So, for instance, the the story is still intriguing, and there was there was some cool stuff happened in the game, and the climax of the episode was really strong. Uh, so I like all that stuff. But then it's like they've come up with this really cool premise of being able to, as in as in sure, turn back time. Uh, I see what you did there. But yeah, it's good that wasn't it. But what they haven't all done right. is they haven't they haven't. I said thought, I saw what you did. I, I know they haven't thought up really good puzzles to use it. Does that kind of make sense? So they've came, come up with this really cool premise, but not giving you the opportunity in the game to make a really interesting... A game developer has a cool thing in it, but doesn't execute it well? That seems unlikely. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. I know, I know. Um, so yeah, it's it's good, and I like it. Some of the dialogue's a bit clunky as well, and that's not great. The, obviously, the lip-syncing issue, I don't have much of an issue with that. You know, a lot of people are sort of saying, oh, it's... But it's not... It isn't that noticeable. Didn't they come out and basically say, we're not fixing that? Yeah, it can't be fixed. Apparently, they can't do anything about it now. It's too late (sighs) to do anything. Love it. it. But it's not... It's not that terrible that it's that off-putting. You notice it, but it's not in your face. Yeah, we're not going to fix that. Can't be bothered. But they have built some really cool characters, you know, and and some of them are quite strong, and you do... I, I do care about some of the characters in the game. You know what I mean? I've, I've I've kind of got used to them, and I'm like, yeah, they're kind of cool characters. Um, but I don't, I'm still intrigued as to where it's going. It still ended at a point where I'm like, yeah, I definitely want to know what's happening next. Are you, you know, still into the story, Stu? That's the main thing. I'm into thing. the story. I am into the story. But, okay. for instance, to give you an example of the tediousness of the puzzles that it gives you to do in this episode, uh, there's a puzzle in a diner where you're trying to prove you have this superpower of turning back time. Right. And you have to remember what happens in a sequence. How far back you can you turn back time? It varies from scene to scene. Right. So sometimes you can turn it back maybe 10 minutes, but okay. in other scenes you can only turn it back maybe three or four minutes. So it, it varies. It, it seems to obviously adapt depending on what's happening. Um, right. But yeah, so basically you have to remember what happens in a sequence because you're proving that, you know, you're going to explain to your friend what's about to happen. I see. You, you know, and and sort of, so you, you have to, you have to sort of memorise things. Guy walks in, yeah. Dog shits on yeah. the floor. I yeah. punch you in the face. Yeah. And then you have to then recount it. And one of them wasn't really obvious what happened, and it took me about three goes to get that. So I had to rewind time back four times. If I you know could I mean? rewind time four times. So yeah, so it's well, it's kind of cool. There, Jake, I do, but, you know, it was catchy. I do like it. I am I am intrigued, and it, it is quite well made. Even you know that all being said, but I'd still feel like things could have been done in a better way, or they could have come up with more interesting puzzles that weren't quite as tedious. 
Um, but overall, it's good. I, 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 I could recommend people to give it a go. You know, I'm, I wouldn't be... I wouldn't feel bad about telling someone to download... You know, if you like story-driven games and you like the Telltale stuff, then, you know, it's got its issues, but it's still definitely worth playing. I definitely wouldn't uh, wouldn't say don't play it. So that's kind of cool. Um, and then I've been playing a couple of a couple of little games on, on the iPad, so I'll get those both out of the way in, in one go. Uh, one's called Beast Towers, uh, which is a, a sort of, obviously, a tower defense-type game. And there's a free version that gives you the first four levels. So it's not a freemium. It gives you the first four levels, or you can then buy the full game for, I think it's £2.50 or something like that. Uh, and I like it. It's good. It's a good little little tower defense game. And what it, what it does differently to a lot of tower defense games, you you build the maze yourself out of the you, money you've got. You do. You, you do it. Uh, so you have to play. Bastard. So you're given a grid. And then you have to place barrels in the grid to make, obviously, as complicated a route as possible to the exit for the, before you start putting any of your towers down. I don't understand. So, you know, you know, normally with tower defense games that, you know, you've already got a fixed route that they walk along. Yes. Well, in this, you get like a, almost like a chessboard. Oh, and so you, you have to... You, in defense grid, there were certain levels where they had their own path. But in some yeah. levels... You did this where you made their own, made your own path. Yeah. So yeah, what's Thanks. kind of interesting though, obviously you get gold off the enemies as it's killing them. Um, so you could, so you only build part of the maze for them, and obviously as you get more money, you can add towers and then build a bit more at the other side, and and you can quickly get rid of towers. You know, you can sell them back if you want to move one to the end if they get past. So that's kind of cool as well. So you can you can get rid of towers on the fly and then move them to the other end so that then they can carry on sort of destroying the enemies that are coming. The enemies are kind of weird. They're like little kids and stuff. I'm guessing they're the spawn of Satan. I don't really know what they're meant to represent. Uh, but they're all like little kids. And obviously the harder ones have little hats on and all that kind of stuff. But it's kind of cute and it kind of works. And uh, yeah, it's definitely worth having a look at. You know, even if you just download the freebie one and, and play the first four levels and see what you think, it's uh, it's not a bad little little tower defense game. I think it's kind of cool. Uh, and then the other one I've been playing on the iPad is called Dark Echo. Uh, and Dark Echo is is like a it's like a survival horror game on the iPad. I guess I don't know what what's the it best called? way. To what's it called? What's it dark, called? Dark Echo. It's like an echo um, but dark. It is like it. Well, ah. it kind of works that way. Um, so it works dark, mainly with sound. Dark, dark, it's very minimal dark. graphics. It's very minimal graphics. It's basically... Oh, but you fucking hate it then, don't you, mate? <laughs> yeah. It's basically a black screen. But you opened it up and you thought, like, what the fuck is this shit? And you only see anything if you make a noise in the game. And there's obviously these things that are... Blur. It's very abstract. It's very abstract. So there's what things that What I see have... if I made the noise blur? don't know what you'd see uh, but it's very abstract so you are sort of these red glowy very things Duke, i played uh, this game dark echo it's very abstract i have it uh, but it's that kind of thing but it does have very realistic sound effects so you've got heavy breathing and footsteps and all that kind of stuff of the so stuff I'm that's gonna chasing pl- i'm gonna play this on the fucking stream <laughs> but yeah, i don't know yeah. stop whining about there is stuff All to right, see, let me but let me explain it well, then to, to how I think. So you tap in the screen. Yep. It's absolutely yep. black. Yeah. And then you see sort of anything that makes a sound. So you see you see the footsteps, but you yes. see the sort of sound waves bounce from the footsteps 
off yeah. the walls. It's like a top-down view. So if it's, you're walking yeah, forward down a corridor, you see... But then if you walk into a room, you see the sound waves bounce and the room gets bigger. It's quite complicated to explain over an audio it is podcast. Quite, it is quite complicated, but it is quite cool as well. And what obviously, if you tap quickly, you go into like sneak mode, so you don't make quite as much sound. Okay. So that because some of the some of the enemies that are trying to find you are obviously can hear you as well, so they only start chasing you when they know that you're there. And it's kind of just to get from one end of the level to the other exit type thing. And there's some weird stuff, and it it turns levels around, and you know sends you down dead ends and all that. It's quite cool. I like it. I think it's an interesting uh, it's an interesting game. I think it's a great concept and an interesting use of the iPad. Uh, and it's one of those games that works on the iPad, but probably wouldn't work as well on anything else. Do you know what I mean? It's kind of made for the iPad. It uses the stuff on the iPad to to the best. Uh, but good with headphones, so I could definitely, um, definitely good recommend. Headphones. And it is, it is quite creepy in a weird sort of way, even though it's so minimal. You know, it has got some creepiness. Definitely sounds um, like the sort of shit that you play. <laughs> it is definitely no. the sort of shit. You know what I mean? It was Wednesday or uh, shit weekend, whatever. Pilch Reed says he, he bets it would look great on Duke's new PC. Shit, um, send your uh, book out. I will send it out soon. I had a busy weekend, but I'll send it out. It, it, he's been busy. He's been busy. Um, Sorry. I, mean, it's, I don't know whether it's still free. It was free when I got it, but it, it is still free. It's worth free. It's definitely worth, worth a download. Um, and then I've, I've been to the, the very grey market site this week, um, You know where you can buy games at Illy- cheaper Illy- prices. That. <laughs> that aren't strictly legal. I don't know whether they're legal or not. Boring. If you don't know if they're legal or not, then they're not legal. No, well, I don't know. They're just reasonably priced games. Yeah, that's it. They're just reasonably priced games. <laughs> it's not, you don't but know where they come from, sort of games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like those Gucci sandals I bought for $10 in New York City. They're they're probably legal. Look, that, anyway, that, that, Tommy Hilfinger. Right. Shave no, I think I think what they do is, I think they buy games obviously from cheaper regions in Europe and then resell them. At How cheaper much cheaper are they on this site? It's quite a lot. I must admit, I've purchased Pillars of Eternity, which only came out this week, which is a new uh, Obsidian. Oh yeah, I have that. I've kickstarted that. They've been sending me updates for like three years. Have you not got the game then, there? Because it's yeah, out. It takes a while to figure out how to download it. It's on Steam. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have no code. <laughs> it's I'm gonna uh, yeah, this project and help yeah. them all the way. I can't. Be yeah, you need, to, you need to get in touch with them, Jude, because it's out. Anyway, well, send um, me something probably. They probably have. I got it. I got it for twenty pounds, and it should be thirty four ninety nine. So it was quite a lot cheaper. So it's illegal, and you're scamming people who made great games. I don't know, not that I'm aware of. Oh, I don't. I don't, I don't know if it's illegal or not. So <laughs> look, it worked. It, it was fine. It must Everything be legal because was... it worked. <laughs> that all being said, it's an excellent game. I've got to say, it is. A, it is impressive. Very impressive. Um. Just the whole presentation is just great. You know, it's very Baldur's Gate, you know, Neverwinter Nights, all those really old isometric sort of dungeon adventurer type stuff. Um, But it's really well presented. You know, the the combat system is really good and it's quite intuitive for someone. You know, if you've got someone who's not really played a lot of these types of games, I I think... What type of game is it? 
The, the pillars it's of like, eternity you're talking about. Yeah? It's a role. It's pillars of eternity. It's kind of like you know, like Diablo. Shit, you love that kind of game, Jenny. Oh it's, it's like a Diablo type game, you know, sort of isometric adventure game. Um, you know, you've got a party. You can equip them with it all looks, different types of attacks. Looks like everybody got into a meeting and go, let's make something that Chin definitely won't buy. Yeah. <laughs> But do you know what, though, Tini? I think you... No, he would not. Stop saying that. You always do that. I think you'd really like it, Tini. You hate this kind no. of game. You hate this developer. But I think you'd like it. It's not. It's by Obsidian, who did um, Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, okay. Tini, how many hours of Fallout New Vegas have you played? Zero. Zero! You would not like it, though, don't He's not a man enough to play Fallout New Vegas. He's not a man I did play uh, Alpha Protocol, though. Yeah. Exactly. So, thank that. But anyway, it's really well made, apart from the fact I've read earlier today. So if you have got this game, uh, do be careful, because there's, a, there's, a, there's like a game-ruining bug at the moment that needs to be sorted out that I wasn't aware of. And apparently, if you double-click on an item to try and equip it in your inventory, it wipes off all of the, the like, special powers and stuff that have been acquired. Oh, good. So, so it wipes so it wipes them from that party member, so they no longer have all of their this extra is a conversation ability. between their testers. Do you think we should stop that? <laughs> nah, yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Who you know, I'm not being care funny. about that sort of thing. But the thing is, right? <laughs> in these sorts of games, double click normally does equip stuff. So That's you'd have thought a big they'd have problem. Up. Yes. Yeah. You'd have thought they'd have picked up that, wouldn't you? <laughs> what is up with you tonight? Anyway, <laughs> um, anyway, the story is. <laughs> the story is really good uh, graphically. I mean, it's it's nothing amazing. Yeah, but it's, I, I think it's a smaller work. group, so it's not going to be AAA graphics or whatever. But I think it would work on any system, though. I think it would work on any. I think it would work on most PCs without much of an issue. On, you know, back you to the roots, old school RPGs, yo. Yeah, uh, but the storytelling is really, really good. The voice acting is is good. It's not amazing, but it's it's definitely passable without any issues. Uh, the dialogue's really well written, and when it's not spoken dialogue. Even the way they present that, it's on like oldie worldy sort of English sort of paper, and they've got usually some nice illustrations on there as well. And I just the whole presentation of the game is done really, really well. Yeah. Um, and the combat system is it's kind of that Neverwinter Nights, Baldur's Gate type combat where I just want to let pause. the uh, listeners know here. Sorry Stu, to interrupt you, but you're boring. But the I've been playing <laughs> a video nice. of this game. Yeah, but this is a character creation system. I've been playing a video of this game for probably about seven minutes, and he's just been <laughs> well, rotating. Fast the part where they're fighting. Fast forward. But the character, okay. character creation. So the, the video that I've been playing is, 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 is 11 minutes and 28 seconds in. That's because people still want you to know about the character's creation stuff. That's the most important part of the game. There's That's actually no fighting in the game. It's just character creation. And what's but maybe no, I've just fast forwarded it. I had a loading screen. Very, very good. <laughs> there's a there's a very deep character it's creation isometric. in this game. Yeah, it's isometric. Oh fucking hell! <laughs> 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 but here's the thing, Chinny. You have to understand. You know, look, you know, look, game that's worth playing. These Halo Wars. Can Chini, we just end this now? Listen, <laughs> Chini, listen, 
The reason they did this is because Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2 are considered two of the greatest role-playing games that ever came out before Dragon Age or KOTOR. So they're using that same model to try to achieve the glory that we had with Baldur's Gate and Baldur's Gate 2. And that's that's the reason I kick-started it, because I love those games. Yeah, because and, it wasn't and I, Fallout, I, you know what? Fallout One and Two, like isometrics. Yeah. Are they just trying to cash in on that sort of? Hey, well, remember they, these they, sorts of games? They're the ones who pioneered it. Like they're not cashing in in the way of like we're gonna do what these other people did because they're the ones who did it. And to be fair, Duke, I I honestly say this now, you're gonna love it because yeah. it, it is it does have that feeling of that old school RPG, yeah, and exactly. it's really well written. You know, the dialogue, the the conversation choices even the stuff that happens you know there's like some already been some quiet like wow i didn't i didn't see that coming see, boys, I'll tell you my favorite thing about back in the some day, of it is some of it is my favorite thing about back in the day those those role-playing baldur's game baldur's gate 2 like there was this character who's really tough really big dude and he was like i'll smash you he had this mouse pet who was like always with him and he was like I protect you. And then, like, when when you'd attack somebody, he'd be like, go for the eyes, Michael, or whatever the name of the mouse was. And it was just the cutest thing of this really tough dude with his little pet mouse, and he's always talking to it and stuff. <laughs> I've, I've not come across that just yet. Well, it's um, not in this game. It was in Baldur's Gate. No, I've, I've not come across anything remotely like that. But what is cool about this game is you can play it just with a mouse. Yeah. So you so you never used to use never need to use your keyboard. They've got a really 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 good UI. You know they've got like a, a well, thing well, in the middle. What's so important that you're doing with your other hands, you? <laughs> no, but not with these types of games, you, you have to use the keyboard for quite a lot of the stuff. But they've made it so. The only thing I don't like about it, and I don't know whether this is, but you know when you're moving along, the screen doesn't automatically move. You have to, you know, move your cursor to the edge of the direction oh you're going. Oh my god. Uh, to sort of move the screen up, but, but and that's the only thing that I find a bit irksome about it because I don't know why it it wouldn't have an automatic camera, you know, that moves along with the party, but it doesn't, and everything else is shaded out around you, so you only see detail as you move the screen up and the get nearer to it. Yeah, it's kind of a bit like that, but it's but that being said, that is probably the only very small irking thing I would say. The combat's like I say, it's really good. You pause. You equip your spells and, and all the stuff you want your, your party to do. Then you just press play. And then obviously they go and attack the enemies and do whatever you've told them to do. So you can keep on like pausing. It's very strategic. You know, you can keep pausing during the battle to, you yeah, know, to use other spells. It works. Yeah. Yeah. And it works well. You know, even and, for and, someone and like me. It's funny because that... like, that's how KOTOR and even Mass Effect, I think, was sort of designed at the start. Like, you pause, yeah. you tell each member of your party what they're going to do, and then you unpause it. So that's sort of like in between turn-based and real-time. Yeah, and it is like that. And, and obviously you can change the formation of your fighters. You can obviously tell them to you know attack different targets if there's multiple targets at the same time. And you, you've just got to weigh all the options up and decide which is the best route just to go up. down. I mean, just weigh them up. Yeah, weigh them up. You obviously get upgrades, you get new weapons. And yeah. um, I'm playing as a priest. I usually play as a wizard, but I thought I'd play Switching something slightly. Up. Yeah, so I'm playing as a priest, which does. He, he has obviously weapons and he can use spells. So I thought I'd do a bit of a. Can you a bit play of a son of a preacher, man? You possibly can. Ah. You possibly can. out everywhere. Uh, but what's cool about the priest is every time you, he levels up, you get access to another sort of level of spells. Uh, so whereas we a wizard, you have to unlock individual spells. With the priest, you kind of get more low-level spells, but more of them to choose from. 
Um, so I'm kind of liking playing as a as a priest. So, what made you think but yeah, a I can. I don't know because he, I wanted someone. You, you know, found like our say, Lord I Jesus Christ. Yeah. I normally no, I normally sort of play as an out and out wizard, but I wanted someone who did both. You know, who sort of did a bit of weapon stuff and and sort of magic stuff because I, I tend to like magic stuff. You know, I'm more of a magic person yeah. in, in playing games. Uh, but it's great. You know, I played. I'm probably already about four or five hours into it. Uh, I'm guessing it's a huge game. Uh, not not a ton of stuff has happened yet, but like I say, what has happened has been definitely interesting. And this is, I think, it's currently sitting on about ninety-two on Metacritic at the moment. Oh yeah. Uh, well, so that's because most people who have it pre-ordered it or they kickstarted yeah. it or whatever. I think that, and I think I mean, also, whatever. I think, it's probably a good game, but. I mean, it's just a solid game, you know. I think mean, I think they've they've done a lot right. I mean, it's been in development for about three years. Yeah, oh, three uh, years. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. it's a big game. It's a big game. But yeah, definitely, definitely recommend it from what I've played I've, so far. I've skipped. I've skipped ahead, Duke. Yeah. I went thirty-eight minutes, and I'm back on some sort of character <laughs> creation screen. Yeah, I don't so know. Now you're making a different character on. now. Yeah, I think he's. I think when he was doing his demo, he's probably showing the differences <laughs> between different characters. Maybe how ridiculous! How ridiculous! Why would you do that? But yeah, there's tons I'm of choices. Backwards, and he's still. I can't find. I don't All know. the game is just creating characters, and then you pause and you make a different character. That's the game. That's yeah. the whole game. What do you want, Chinny G's? Yeah, Chinny Jesus right. Christ! What All do you right. want? You need to you adjust want? your expectations. You do. You do. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, I can wholeheartedly recommend it. If you like these types of games, you're not going to be disappointed. Someone asked me today, can you play in multiplayer? I don't think you nope. can. I don't think there's any co-op options. So it is, ain't no co-op, ain't no multiplayer? No, it is what it is. It's just a big, hefty, single-player RPG dungeon crawler type game. So you can't go wrong with that. And, and what's cool, you know, compared to something like Diablo, you have tons of enemies coming at you at once. Yep. In this, it, at the moment, and I'm guessing it'll get harder as, it, as you go through, it tends to be ones and twos. Well, yeah, so that's not, all it takes, because they're big, yeah. hard ones and twos. You don't get mad at D- Dark Souls for being like, oh, there's only two enemies attacking me at once. No, you don't. You Shut don't. up. I'm assuming, I'm assuming. I'm not saying that's just, a, a negative I'm thing. Just Shut up, Stu. I know. I'm just saying that's you know. I'm letting the listeners know that's how it is. Shut the hell up! There is one major problem though with this game. Uh oh. There is one major problem. I'll I cannot. Down to it. I, I can't stream it, so I've no yeah, way. Yeah. Because I don't because really it, see that's a problem right now, Stu. Because it uses all the alt keys, you know, for commands and stuff. Uh it won't allow it won't allow me to switch on my stream which uses alt f8 and because f8 and alt are both used in the game it obviously cancels out sort of exterior commands so are have... you using obs no no i use i use the built-in one. Oh, uh, well you so OBS. I maybe do yes maybe i can i don't know i can maybe can do it with obs i'll have to give that a whirl yes but with the built-in streamer that i normally <laughs> with the built-in streamer that i use it just yes, won't let you. me stream it. please stream this game quickly well I you know. know what kind of character Stu's creating exactly <laughs> you should exactly. stream nothing but like an hour of character creation don't worry i've created my character and i didn't spend as much time as this guy creating his, well then you his, didn't do it right maybe i didn't maybe i didn't do it right boring and shit 
He's My fucking paused it now. The guy on this video, he's just paused the game. Here, boo. No, when you pause during combat, that's what you you pause a lot. Yeah. Like Jenny, were you not listening when I was explaining the way that these old games worked? Yeah, what you pause a lot. Game good. You pause a lot. It's <laughs> ten hours to make a character. <laughs> you just don't understand the old aesthetic. No idea of what these Come games on, are like. Man, get with the program. You, you never played Neverwinter back in the day. That's a trouble. I never played Neverwinter either, but I played the Neverwinter Nights was pretty good. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. Um so yeah, 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 Chini, you just don't understand. You don't Fuck understand yeah, why man. these games are so great. Um so yeah, so there you go. So definitely give it a whirl. And if you want it cheap, go to uh, kingwin.net. Oh, go to illegalsteamgames.com. <laughs> because they you know 20 quid you can't sniff at that van.org <laughs> yeah yeah the local post office i believe has some cheap games going <laughs> so uh over Hell to you chinny.com i know yeah over to you chinny what have you been up to <laughs> well i've been eating uh mentos <laughs> far from eating shit. Maker. yeah um, exactly oh 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 no it's no what is he doing what's happening he doesn't know what right. to do now Ah. Anyway, carry on, carry on, come on, come on, what have you been doing? Alright, I've only played one game this week. One game, Chinny, you disappoint. stupid Depends on what the game, game. We, have a new, we have a new follower on uh, Twitch, it's... Are we up to 700, like you wanted? Yeah, 700. No. <laughs> Not even on 300. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, yeah, I've been playing a video game. Uh, yes, yes. And it's a very. Yes. Waiting, waiting, we're waiting. And. Fucking Halo Spartan Assault. What? What the shit is that? Yeah, it's it's nice semester <laughs> shit. He wants to play a game like that. Break my foot off in your ass! So, Welcome to the random, meaningless hostility hour. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All it is, it's like a top down. The only good thing about Halo Spartan Assault is that it sort of looks like what Halo Wars 2 would look like. On the Xbox One. Oh is it an Xbox One game? It's a twin-stick shooter that came out um, when sort of around about the launch time. I'm not sure if it was a launch game, but it's a twin-stick Halo game. Um, it's got a full campaign and a separate co-op campaign as well. Uh, and it's very okay, to be honest. <laughs> I thought it's it was going to be... It's very okay. <laughs> okay, two out of five. Get it now. Um, or don't. I thought it was... Or don't. You know, buy something else. Go out for a walk. Why not? In stores now. Um, I thought it was going to be like a sort of more fleshed out campaign, but the levels are really short. There's a lot of levels, but they're really short. I'm, I'm talking minutes. I'm talking like some of them, three minutes, five minutes, ten minutes levels. And right. they're, more, they're more about score... You know what I mean? Getting the best score, doing them as quick as possible. Possible. Um, getting as many. You know, in Halo, when you kill people and you get double kills and triple kills, you get like little wards, like medals and stuff. You know, getting as many as those, stringing those together. It's getting points. So it's a little bit like Halo mixed with Geometry Wars in a way. Um, sounds you know, like this is a casual Halo game. It's it, it's it's just a very sort of. Um, bite-sized twin-stick shooter with a halo paint all over it. And you I'm, know, I was just going to say that it just sounds like a very average game that's been very like, sold game. on the fact that it's and got halo thing, in the title. The other thing that's quite shady about it is if you press A, 
it will take you to the store, which you can buy, pay real money for these guns and stuff. Or you can get XP and unlock them that way. And you have to press start. It's very weird. You have to press start to get past one screen. Then press A to get past this screen. And it's trying to trick you to press A to buy the thing. Remember when arcade games, when you download the demo, and it used to say, buy it now, and it'd be B. And you've got to press the, yeah. the right button to get out of it. It's trying to yeah, trick you yeah. to get it. Right. It, it, it feels like that a little bit. So that's a bit naughty. Um but you know, it's it's um, I don't know. I feel like when the idea of when this came out was quite cool, uh, but in reality, it's not very good. The, the only thing I quite like about it is some of the vehicles that I see in this game. Uh, I've only ever really seen in Halo Wars. There's a Wolverine vehicle in. Uh, it's always got to be about Halo Wars, doesn't it? I know it always comes back God. to Halo Wars. Which does everything? Halo Wars, this Halo Wars, that. What if I just talk about the game all the time? You sound like my math teacher. No. Um, <laughs> it's funny because it makes no sense. So I've been playing this game called GTA, and there's a bit in it that's like Halo Wars. Like Halo Wars. No, so <laughs> there's there a vehicle in there called the Wolverine, and it was like an updated. I'm used to, you know, in Halo Wars, seeing the, the, the vehicles. See, he said Halo like, Wars again. Fuck yes. off, because I'm talking about it, dick. Right? I don't get... Oh, bloody hell, he's talking about Life is Strange, episode two again, because you're talking about it. Shut up. Right. So... <laughs> some Sorry, of the carry on, carry on. Stuff, Halo Wars was released in 2009, so the graphics on that game and, and like the, the, how far away the camera is, you don't really get a sense of... And it's like seeing some of the vehicles again. You know, it's like, man, I really want a Halo Wars 2 uh, because so they could up-res all the vehicles and stuff. So that's the only good thing about it. I, I suppose another good thing... It's a big trick tease for you, isn't it, Genie? That's what this it is. is. really. Yeah, the other <laughs> good thing, it was free. It was on uh, It was on Game for Gold uh, when I didn't have an Xbox One and I just logged on to Xbox.com and got it there. And it's always been sitting there, so I've been waiting for it to... I've been waiting for a time to play it. I've, I finished Call of Duty and, and, and I was in between games, so... I thought, why not give this a go? Um, and it's yeah, it's very okay. I have got uh, Evolve now uh, in the oh, post. So I've got that. I've installed that. So if anybody, uh, me and Marsh will be on it, but if anybody wants to join me on Evolve um, on the Xbox One, uh, then we're, we're abouts. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm still struggling on the PS4, I must admit, to play with anybody I know. I'm very glad I didn't yeah. buy Evolve, put it that way. Yeah. I do feel a bit regretful of buying it because I do love it when I play it, but I just haven't got anyone to play it with. And that's the issue. One is the... I, know. I, don't, know. I don't know what to say. I know. But yeah, I mean, that's all. That's, I've only played Halo Spartan Assault and that's it. Well, that's okay. That's okay. Because, uh, I mean, I think Duke and I made up for it anyway. We we played, obviously, plenty yeah. of stuff, because we always do. Yeah, but you, you only play shitty little iPad games, so what's that? I didn't play. I played one of the biggest releases of the week. Yeah, come what? on, Bloodborne. No, Bloodborne. Char- no, Creation Mega Ultimate. <laughs> Character Creation Mega RPG 2015. Why aren't you playing Bloodborne, actually? Uh, because it's just not my kind of game, really. I mean, I, uh, I played Demon Souls for a bit, and I played Dark Souls for a bit, but I'm just not very good at them. Do you understand what I mean? Right, I Chini, he'll play this game, a uh, Project Obsidian and Eternity, whatever character creation game, a lot this week until he then doesn't. Well, until Dying Light. Eventually. Duke's an yeah, English teacher. 
I know, yeah. I talk great you can stuff. Tell, you can tell him. Tell him. Um, and improving your vocabulary was very, very, very good. Yeah, if yeah. if Dying Light eventually arrives, I will definitely be on that. You know, I'll definitely yeah. be playing some Dying Light. Uh-huh. Um, I'm desperate to play it now as well. Now I'm like, you know, when you sort of, because I've not got it, now I really want to yeah. play it because I haven't got it. So I'm kind of annoyed. If it had come early, it's... you probably wouldn't have played it. I know, I'd probably just be like, oh yeah, I'll get around to that at some point. But no, I haven't got it, because I can't have it. I want it now. Uh, so that's that's a bit annoying. You that know who's really annoying. bad for boring games and doesn't play them? Who Who's that? Greg Lacey, Murphy's Law. Is he? Yeah. I, I try to at least play all of the games I get at well, some yeah. point. He doesn't listen to the show, so I can tell what I want about him. Yeah, I know he doesn't. I don't think he does listen that much. I think he does listen occasionally. I what's think this? What's this? You're a welly head. Doesn't do anything. Yeah. Yeah, welly head. Let's see if he says that next week's show that he's a welly head. Nobody pass it on to him. No, no one tell him. Yeah. No one tell him. Let's see um, if he actually listens. Yeah, let's check. Let's do a bit of a check. Check, 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 check. Check it out. Um, right, anyway, that being said, um, I think we're going to do similar to what we did last week because we've still got a load of new member questions to go through. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't play this before, so I'm playing it now. That's not work to do. I'm going to put... Of course it is. I'm just going to play theme songs at the end of the segments. Yeah. It's um, easier for me that way. Hardly Dan says he's going to get Pillars of Eternity, so go to uh, <coughs> kingwin.net. So, um, go to that yeah. website. I hate you if you go there. <laughs> it's a little bit more... Uh, Appealing price wise, just saying. Um, anyway, that being said, let's have the first question. Um, so, yeah, let's do some egg timer topics off the forums. So, let's do that. I'm just checking whether he's going to do this. Yeah, here we go. Here we go. I got it. I got it. He's got it. He's got it. If you're new to the show, this is how it works. We just talk all over the fucking. <laughs> yes, we do. Uh, yes, we do. Uh, right, here we go. Are you ready for the first one? Uh, this first one is from uh, Serenity N7. And he All wants right. to know this. He says this. Uh, I'm considering a gaming PC of sorts, but don't really know what I'm looking for. I've heard Alienware Alpha and... No, I- build your own! You need to build your own! SPX being thrown <laughs> my way a lot. <laughs> but I know so little about them. Any input on either of these or any other systems to look into? So, Jude, you're the expert on this. You've done one recently. What, what would you say? Even if you don't know anything about anything, you build your own. No, no, no I've, got <laughs> I've, the got I've got the answer that every bloody from the PC Master Race agrees with. Buy a Mac, because they're the best at playing <laughs> video games. Oh, yeah, yeah, Macs. Every game works on Macs. It's brilliant. Uh, so <laughs> They're all compatible. I bought a CyberPower PC. Newegg has a bunch of computers, and yes, you'll pay a little more, but they come fully assembled, and you get a warranty, which you won't get if you build it on your own, but whatever. Um, I don't know. I mean, here's the thing. Look, you should do some research before you buy it because, you know, I had a frustrating process where I got mine, and I thought it was going to be more powerful than it was, and Rich was uh, helpful in terms of telling me what I needed. Now, that's the thing I would recommend more than anything, is use the resources of the VG Hub, because there's a lot of people here who know about these things, not me, but other people, and they can give you, they're happy to give you feedback. 
Yeah, find Richard Webster, Big Bad Daddy on Twitter, and bother him. Yeah. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, or hardly Dan. He knows his stuff yeah, as or well. Or Dan, yeah, yeah, Dan knows what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So either of those two people who are at the Gamesman and at the OC, the Overseas Connection podcast. So oh. that's where the where you'll find those two peeps, uh, and they'll be they're, they're always very helpful. I've got to say, but uh, the great thing about really easy and anybody can do it, right, Stu? <laughs> anyone can do it no you you need if you've got a friend who's into doing that sort of stuff get him on board that's what you need you know you need you need some someone who's built one before definitely if you've never done it um yeah so just a minute hardly dan says whoa 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 when you build a pc every single part has a warranty what are you talking well, about well right but the whole thing as a whole doesn't well, no, but usually one bit blows up. It's not the whole thing blowing up, is it? Oh, my God, I know. what's happening? What's, what's happening? I'm getting amazingly bored. <laughs> so there you are we seriously talking about the warranty of happening. each of its parts? Are we seriously hey, talking about oh, PC games? Kenny, that's not what's happening. You know what's happening? Wait a minute. Come on, why isn't this thing loading? Okay. <laughs> Here's broke. what's happening. Shots fired! Shots fired! I don't mind PC game. I have to draw a line on warranty talk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Okay, so um, so there you go. That's the advice Still we got give you. Seconds. Find someone who knows something. Get in touch with Hardly Dan. You probably or don't want to buy. I mean, look, here's the thing. If you want to buy a gaming PC, you do not want to buy like an HP or a Gateway or whatever, because that's definitely overpaying. Um, at certain moments, I was like, I'll just go to Best Buy. No, don't do that, because those companies live to take stuff. I heard Alienware are overcharged as well. Yeah. They're overcharged. Yeah. Yeah, well, they're part of Dell, aren't they now? Yeah. Sort of Dell own, own Alienware. So, yeah, just just go to somewhere, you know, get some advice off uh, the guys who know. Yeah. The guys who know. Yeah. Which isn't necessarily us, to be fair. So what you could do, <laughs> you could come to the live Twitch stream, Every Sunday at 9pm, GMT. Yeah. And Dan's usually here. Dan is there. He can give you some details and help you out. There you yeah, go. Yeah, that's, all that that's a good idea. That's a good idea. Uh, next one's off PG Tip 77 and he mm-hmm. says this. He says, what are your thoughts on subscription services, e.g. EA Access? Do you think other companies will follow suit? And is it good for the future of gaming? I think other fo- companies will follow suit because it's good business sense. Yeah, I mean, Sony's already doing it, aren't they? Sony's doing their yeah, own. Yeah, everybody things. wants the subscription model because it's just you're just fucking printing money with that stuff. Um, I think it's going to take a while for somebody to do it right with video games. Um, you're probably looking at someone like Valve that would have to do something drastically to do a subscription model of some sort. Uh, it'll take a while for someone to do it right. There's obviously like bits and bobs going out now. I'm not so keen on the old EA model because you've only got access to EA games and there's only so many subscriptions I can subscribe to. You know what I mean? I've already got my Netflix and all this sort of stuff. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like somebody will do it right down the line and then that'll be the way to go. Yeah, I mean, like Sony are doing PlayStation now, which is a yeah, streaming that's just, model. That's, that's original PlayStation games, isn't it? No, no, they've got other stuff on there. I don't think. No, it's not just Sony stuff. They have got other stuff on there. Uh, um, but it is obviously only on a PlayStation platform. 
obviously. Um, but I think they are using it on, you know, you can, they, they sort of can use it on with the PlayStation TV thing that they've released, which is, incidentally, they've, they've gone to £45 now, those in the UK. I, I'm really not confused re- about what PlayStation offer, to be honest. I don't get it. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's interesting because it's sort of... They're doing this PlayStation now, but then the pricing model's all a bit weird. Uh, and some of the games are really expensive to rent when you could buy them for cheaper than they're renting them for. And they, they, it's, it's, they need to get all that stuff sorted out first. Uh, and for it to work properly, you know, to stream, you know, because we are talking streaming games here rather than downloading them to a console or whatever. Uh, so that's got to work. So I don't know. I think I think they will take off, but but I'm I'm sort of with you on this, Ginny. I think it, they've they've got to get the model right that gamers will accept and go, yeah, that's a good deal. You know, we're getting value for money with that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm prepared to do it. And at the moment, the EA stuff, a lot of it is older stuff as well, isn't it? It's not Some people love it. Step Jay in the chat says he looks. I've heard uh, Greg DeLacy say he's really pleased with it. You get, you know, some new games for 10 hours, like Battlefield Hardline. You get access to old ones and all that sort of stuff. So pe- people, are, people are happy with the service. But for me, I mean, it's just Stupid another... Stupid people fog. are happy with the service. Oh, you can't say that. Shots fired! <laughs> you can't say that about the listeners, especially the ones who yeah. tune in live. Yeah, I don't week. even believe that. It's fine. I'm just joking. So, yeah, I mean, I think I think at some point in the future it will come of age, I guess, but not just now. I, I just think that there's there's a ways to go before we get to a point it's when it's actually worth kind of what you said having. two minutes ago. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to fill in time because we haven't finished yet, have we? How long have we got to go? No per- there you go. No. Perfect. Um, okay, next one's off uh, Soulfinger74. And he says... Uh, it, actually, his, his uh, title's quite funny of his, of his welcome posters, but wait just a minute. I've been here before. So there you go. Anyway, this is what he wants to see here talk about. Um, what's your favourite game soundtrack of all time? Yes. Miss, there you go. Simple as that. Look, that's it. That's taken up easily three minutes. <laughs> well, I'll play it for three minutes. No, well, maybe you should explain why it's your favorite. Yeah, I'll explain it. Hey, oh, freaking ads, really? Come on. Okay, so <laughs> here's why it's my favorite. Um, all right. So the game Mist, for those who don't know, is a really awesome game from the 1990s. And the reason I love it so much is... Okay, I've stalled enough for the ad. Here's the song. Listen to that. That's beautiful. It's beautiful. It sounds like a but 90s why? game show intro. It does. It does. It does. Mastermind. Yeah. Anyway, why is he so great, though? Because it's awesome. <laughs> and the I, I soundtrack is also good. Like, I said this before on the show, but I'll say it again. I made soundtracks for myself of The Mist and Riven. Like, I recorded the sound files off of the Mac onto an audio cassette tape so that I could listen to them. This is way before game soundtracks were something you could buy at your, you know, online. Did, did you hold the microphone up to your TV? I didn't have to. I had a plug going right into the boombox. Wow, that was that was modern back then. It was. I was high tech. I was the man back in the day. I was uh, I knew how to do all that stuff. Yeah. No, I mean, 
I mean, if I'm going to pick something, I'd say Red Dead Redemption. I think as one of my favourite soundtracks. That was that was going around in my head. Red Dead Redemption. Yeah, and not not because of the. I mean, it's not an original soundtrack for the game, but some of the songs they chose obviously they far do, away. Is they did do an original soundtrack for the game. By the way. All right. Yeah. No, I get you with the sort of the background ambient yeah. music and stuff like that. But I, I'm thinking more of the songs that they chose to play at certain points in the game were what made it Indeed. cool for me. Hands upon. Uh, we shall see gun and you looking down <laughs> his eyes. <laughs> yeah, Jose Gonzalez, who I found out recently, actually. I, I thought he was, you know, Mexican or something like that, but he's actually from Sweden. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, he's from Sweden, but his parents are Argentinian. Oh, interesting. But but he was brought up in Sweden, so I was like, Swedish? Are you having a laugh? What's going on here? Here's, I always about. Here's my favorite song, the Red Dead Redemption soundtrack. Hang on a second. Um, here it is. Ah, that's more missed music. I knew that was more missed music. But it's awesome. You're so, you're so predictable. Anyway, Chini, what's yeah. yours? Uh, one that stands out for me is the uh, Max Payne. Serve no pr- oh. oh, I'm just Gini kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, carry on. No, 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 no. There you go. Painkiller. Yeah. I should not be doing that when I have a sore throat. No, you should. I can't help myself. So that's the um, that's one of the tracks from Max Payne Three. Max Payne Three was done by um, I think it was just one band that did the whole soundtrack, but it's uh. Yeah. It's a very good soundtrack. I, I listen to it on a regulars. So oh, that one stands yeah, out. A very, a very, uh, a very small video game maker made the made the game itself, didn't he? You know what I mean? Just an indie game. Just an indie. By the way, I have to put in a word for um, Moon. Uh, oh, that's not it. Wait, what's the other one? Paris. That's the one. Is this it? There we go. Oh, there you go. Oh God, turn that up. What is that? You forget how many... That's off Hotline Miami. Yeah, it's a group uh-huh. called Moon, M.O.O.N. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard many things about the Hotline Miami soundtrack, but I haven't Soundtrack's played it yet. So I'd, it's a, I don't it want to listen good. to the soundtrack before the game. You know what I mean? I want to play the game first okay. and, and then sort of experience it. you say you want to listen to the soundtrack? <laughs> it is good. Like, I mean, there's, there's, there's so much, that right. one loop. I would listen to that for like 10 minutes if I had that on a loop. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so many great soundtracks. We could talk all night. We've done two shows on them at one yeah, point. Yeah, listen gone? to those. Stop asking us irrelevant <laughs> questions. Yeah. God, <laughs> so we we could talk soundtracks all There's night. No purpose anymore. There you go. That was a good time. Uh And I'd like to read out what uh, Tuscan would like us to talk about. You know, uh, but unfortunately, he said I don't have a question at the moment. Oh, jeez. <laughs> This is not egg timer confessions. I know he didn't even just he didn't even have a question for us. He's in the he's in the chat as well somewhere, but he's never said anything. He's been very quiet tonight. It has to be said Um, because we want to know his real name, so we know if he's coming to the the plane. What is your real name? And if you are in the chat, 
uh, put your question in there. Give us a question, seeing as you didn't bother to do one on the forums. Uh, anyway, let's move on to the next one. Let's see if the next one did. Um, yeah, okie dokie. This one is from Rain God Zippo. Rain God Zippo. And he wants to hear this. He said, uh, what is the best film tie-in game, if there even is one? Quantum Asalas. Oh, God. It's always going to conversation can serve no purpose anymore. Because <laughs> I answered the correct answer and we're done. Uh, Wolverine. Not, Wolverine's pretty good. Wolverine is, is a very, 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 very good. Goldeneye is what I said. Oh, yeah, Goldeneye was good. Yeah, but Wolverine, but Wolverine is Wolverine is a close second. I thought Wolverine was fantastic, mainly because the film was delayed at a year, so they had another spare year to work on it. But yeah, Wolverine was good. So there, Wolverine, and what else is a probably all of the all, all of the Lego games? Pretty much, they're all usually pretty good. Yeah, fun. they're not. They're not. Nah, you can't have that. I mean, well, I, I think there's loads of Lego games based on. I think what Chinny's saying is, we have to talk about games that are specifically tied to a one movie. You know what I mean? Because we go big and we start talking about Kotor, which that's not fair. No, Pirates of the Caribbean was based on the film, the Lego yes. version. I guess. Yeah, but it's Lego. Games that came out right when the movie. I know it's Lego, but they're still pretty good. You can't knock them. They're based on the films. I'm not knocking them. I'm just not like, including them. You're just not acknowledging but that they're real games. Outside of Lego, what are the best movie tying games? Yes, yeah. that's not what he asked. That's what we're saying. We're setting the rules. He just sent me a message, and that's what he oh, said. I see. You're just mad because you see. can't come up with something as good as Wolverine or Quantum of Solace. I came up with Wolverine, you dimwit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that was cool. <laughs> that was funny. Uh, but, yeah, look, you can't you can't disallow the Lego game. Should, should we talk about worst game tie-ins? Oh, God, there's a million of those. <laughs> Actually, you know what? I take it back. Well, no, I don't. But, um, Tron, the original Tron arcade game. That was a great game. Yeah, but it wasn't directly based on the film. It was, but it was only the, like, the cycle. Dude, that races. was the first really good movie tie-in game. I guess. Yeah, it is a tie-in, I yes. suppose. Isn't so it? Shut yeah, up. Yeah, no. I agree. And we should we should also say Alien Isolation more recently, I guess, even though it's not yeah, directly based on oh, no, the wait, film. You're it's... calling that one of the best. Uh-huh. Well, Aliens Colonial Marines one of the worst, then. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, they're well, they're you, not, you, they're right, I'm talking about games that named exactly the same as the film and follow the path of the film i get you i get you i think you're right uh, so one of the worst ones is one of the worst fucking games i've ever played oh, they made a video game for that yeah it's all yeah i want to play it and what about uh, the matrix no the matrix enter the matrix was good Enter the matrix was good it was good shut up it wasn't that good really was it yeah, that's rose tinted glasses right there. That is. Well, probably, but at the time I remember playing. It. I mean, it would be, be You know, it was good for its time and place. There's, there's I three guess. Matrix games. There's Matrix Online, Path yeah, of there Neo, was the Path of Neo, which sucked, which sucked, and, and then, then was, Enter the Matrix, the Matrix, which was um, Will Smith's wife and that Asian yeah. guy. And that was cool because it was other characters besides just Neo. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, not every that. game was running up walls at that time, so it kind of pioneered that. The only yeah, other one that had done it was Prince of Persia. <laughs> Do you know? I remember one of the worst. Although I don't know whether it was directly tied this to a film, but there was a, can serve no purpose anymore. Should have. Should have. There was a Superman ca- game came out quite on the 360, and it was just truly terrible. Yeah. When the yeah, well, there was one on the 64, Superman 64, which was famously bad. 
But um, there was a Superman game with the Superman Returns movie, and that was, was that ridiculous. was that it? Yeah, that was it. And and because Superman can't really die, the life bar was uh, Metropolis. You know, so you couldn't let the city be destroyed. And if you did, they used fail. And there was robots and stuff that you had to fight. And the the big thing about I remember about that game was there was an achievement for flying for so long. So this was when the achievements were quite new. So the, that was the first time I'd heard of the rubber band technique where you get a rubber band and wrap it around the stick and let it go. There you go. Mm. So there you go. That's what we think. So the, the, we've said some of the, the sort of decent ones and some of the truly terrible, although there's probably even more truly terrible ones that we just haven't thought about. Well, uh, I'll tell you what was another good one I've just thought about. Uh, Toy Story 3, that was meant to be pretty good. I never yeah, played I never it, but, I heard, it, but I heard good things about it. I, pl- I, played I, a good, I played a bit of it. It was good. It was good. So there you go. There's another. See, there are some out there, but you've just got yeah. to look. I think Dan, Dan mentioned E.T., so I think that's fair. Oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's just brilliant. But you know, yeah. they didn't actually dig up anything. That was all a yeah, it was all conspiracy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, by the way, the um, the Telltale Back to the Future games were pretty good as well. Not based on an actual Back to the Future, though, is it? Not bad. No, they were kind of followed it somewhere in the middle. Anyway, the, <laughs> the next one's off Drav, and he asked this. He said that. Oh, here we go. We've got another one. Not sure yet, but I will update once I think of something. Come on, people. Don't answer if you don't have an answer. He didn't update. He didn't update. So we've no question of that. You want us to hate you? Because this is how you make us hate you. Thanks for thinking about it. And also Uh, reference. Yep. Verbal Rob. He's bound to have put something because he's always helpful, isn't he? Verbal Rob. Uh, played like I say, played golf with him today. It was good fun playing golf with Rob. Uh, anyway, he says he wants to hear about this. Um, here we go. Do the benefits of developers being able to patch games make up for the abuses of the system companies are committing with the releasing of broken games, relying on being able to fix it later? Well, there's a lot. Of, it's a very nice thing to be able to update a game. I mean, you know, back in the day, if you had a broken game, you were just out of luck. It was broken forever. But of course, that meant that, you know, they were more careful back then. Maybe they were and they weren't. I'm sure there's been sort of times when they've released a game that had a bit where you got stuck and you couldn't go any further. And obviously, at that point, there is nothing you can do about it. I'm sure that's happened. But what I'm saying is, um, I think it, it weighs it out. Yeah, I guess. I mean... For instance, I guess Pillars of Eternity is a good example. Now, you know they've obviously discovered this this really bad bug in the game that can wipe your character's stats and stuff if you do a certain thing, but they can fix that now. It's like any Whereas, tool, you know. Like you're gonna have people who abuse anything, and it's incumbent on game developers to do it right. But I do think with the pressures that publishers put on developers these days, they're willing to put out broken games on the proviso that they can fix it later. I think that happens an awful lot, especially in this generation. Oh, sure. seems to be a lot. Nobody's arguing that. You know, and I think it's it's been happening for a, a, a long time. I think we're sort of it's been prevalent at the moment because we've had, you know, with Assassin's Creed Unity and, and the Halo, you know, the Halo sort of whatever they were, fancy editions that they brought out on the Xbox One and, you know, all of those things coming out in a really not good state sort of you know makes it sort of sound like it's something that's just happening but i think it's been happening for you know it was into the 360 days there was lots of patches and stuff weren't there and you know you you only you knew how much because on the on the old playstation 3 if you bought a new game that had been out for a while 
it would queue all the patches up uh, to pull up yeah. on it. And you could be waiting for like an hour and a half before the game was playable because it had to install like seven or eight patches. So, yeah. yeah it kind of, whereas Take obviously Xbox, seven or eight patches. Yeah. Xbox 360 kind of got away with it because, you know, they used just whatever the latest patch was, was already on it. Uh, but PS3, not so much. Not so much. It was a lot more I'm just looking sort of visible. I'm just looking up things now, and yeah, this sort of shit's gone on for years. Um, mm. uh, I don't think there's anything new. I think it feels like it is because of you know how badly handled some stuff's been recently. But it's, there's, it's a glitch, there's a glitch in Age of Empires, the Age of Kings, where it, it damages the hardware, uh, the, the actual hardware itself. Uh, oh. Pool of Radiance. Um, Oh yeah, um, damage damages the windows, damages windows. So uh, yeah, it's on a PC. Damages windows and breaks other games. So that completely fucks up. There's actually a glitch in Super Mario World. It's very hard to do, but if you do it, it can actually disrupt, dis- um, like disrupt the save, like and completely, and you can't play the game on the on the cart anymore. Um, uh, Twilight Princess, there's some sort of thing. Uh, Guitar Hero 2, there's a whammy bar. Jet Set Willy, for the ZX Spectrum, Stu. Yeah. Um, yeah. Unfinished game, so you could, there's a glitch where you can't finish the game. After an entry in the room called The Attic, the entire game becomes corrupted. Uh, the good news is the monster disappears from some rooms. The bad news is the other rooms turn into instant death traps, make it impossible to win. Mind you, that that game wasn't easy anyway. <laughs> there was nothing easy about uh, Jet Set Willy. I, th- I think the interesting thing is that I think it's a necessary evil, though. You know, like you said earlier. Wah. I think we've got to have it because otherwise they wouldn't be able to fix games that are broken or, well, are, or having issues. For example, I mean, I don't know much about the game-breaking bug in Bloodborne, but I know that the uh, From Software commented about their loading times because it's been getting great reviews and by the sounds yeah. it sounds like a great game um, but like the loading screens are like 45 seconds long and if you, if, it, if it's a game where you die a lot that ain't great but they said we, we're looking into improving the loading screens with the patch so yeah. they're doing that's an example of them doing it right I guess and there is and the, the bug you're talking about I think it's in the Forbidden Forest Okay. Uh, level in the game, and if you in, if you either invade somebody's game when they're in that level, or you're in that level, or they, or you ask someone to come and co-op with you to fight the boss in that level, um, a necessary item to continue the game disappears. Right. So, so you can't finish the game. But it sounds like Bloodborne is a pretty polished product. It is. It is. But obviously, they've got that issue, and obviously, you know, the Pillars of Eternity has a, a major issue as well. So. It happens. Video some, games you know, are really, things. really hard to make. They're complex. This complex thing serves no purpose anymore. And sometimes you have to fix them after the fact. Right, okay. Why do you always uh, have to got... the last words, too? Why don't you shut Cause the fuck I up? Because I do. We've got two more, anyway. Here we go. First one's from Pilch Reed. Right. Uh, and he says this. <laughs> would, you, would you rather play Heavy Rain or drink your own piss? Can I say piss? piss? So, every rain, I drink your own piss. Drink my own piss. <laughs> Would you seriously, though? Dude? Come on, let's be serious. Of not. What, if people want serious answers, they should not be asking us. 
<laughs> that would be a boring podcast. I think there are many good things about this game and many things that are not perfect. Yeah, I think I think if I'd uh, boiled Mappis first and then put it through oh, a film. No, it doesn't say that. Well, it doesn't say how you have it to prepare your fish to drink it. It doesn't not say that either. Yeah, it doesn't not say it. Uh, Dad, are you licking frogs? I'm not not licking frogs. <laughs> and chill it down. Maybe a bit of chilled piss might taste better than no. warm piss. I'm only saying for your benefit, because I'll be honest, I'd rather play Heavy Rain. (laughs) You've got bad taste in games. (laughs) You know what I mean? Uh, But for your benefit, you you know, if you you, you filter it, you know, boil it up a bit, you know, and get on there and um, chill it down and and, and put a bit of lemon in it, you know, it might not taste that bad. Lemonade. And if you drink, if you you ate lots of beetroot before you took the piss... It'd be purpley pink in colour, so you might not even think it's piss. Yeah, you would. Piltry said not. in the chat, it has to be fresh. Yeah, you wouldn't want to drink piss that had been standing around in a in a fridge or like you know out in the open even for a while. With lots but of I, what, flies I think what he's getting at is you can't filter it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you could filter it if it was fresh. You could filter Shall it. Shall we as move soon on you... from this subject? <laughs> Well, you haven't yeah. answered yet, Gene. Which, which would you rather do? I think I would play Heavy Rain. <laughs> yeah, I think I would, to be honest. I um, didn't like it, but I'm sure I could put up with it for a bit longer without drinking piss. <laughs> piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's a fairly, uh, a fairly easy thing to do. So there you go. There's the answer to that question. Uh, and we've got one more. This is the final one, you'll be pleased to know. And I think this is a much more sensible, uh, oh, a sensible question. I know, yeah. It's from uh, Caliburn M, and he wants to know this. He said, uh, "Caliburn could be a woman." Why? <laughs> I have no idea. Caliburn M could be a woman or a, a, a sort of man. Who knows? A sort of man. He said, "Anyway, why all fanboys and reviewers who can't be objective due to being fanboys should be shot or at least banned from all gaming sites and forums?" Actually, it's not that sensible a question after all, is it? So all fanboys have to be shot. Yeah, yeah. And not allowed on forums and stuff. Why can't all fanboys? Uh, so why can't we just shoot fanboys is basically his question. Well, you, you're hoping that they sort of grow out of it. And it makes for a more interesting discussion. Yeah. Well, it can do. It can do, but not all. And I think, I think if we're all honest with ourselves, we all prefer something. To the other, th- you know what I mean. We all prefer. It's fun to have an, an idiotic enemy to rail against. It is, but like I mean, it's I, interesting. I prefer Xbox to PlayStation, but I still want to play The Last of Us. You know, I'm not a fucking idiot. Um, but I don't know. Just it's the people that like say 360 rules. Fuck you. Um, you know, like that that sort of stuff. Uh, that you've got to be wary about. Or PC, uh, yeah, PC, people that say PC Master Race and mean it. You've got to worry about those sorts of people. I mean, it's weird. I mean, we when we first started this show, it was just 360. That's all we talked about. Yeah. Uh, we didn't talk about anything else. We were all 360 fanboys. You know, we wouldn't piss on a PS3 if it was on fire. Um, no, again, I, I wouldn't. Why do we keep going to piss? I'm sensing a theme <laughs> in this particular episode. <laughs> I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of... serve no purpose anymore. 
it's kind of like that. But the, the other thing I was just going to mention is we, when we did start about talking about other consoles and stuff, uh, I remember someone leaving us a negative review on iTunes yeah. uh, saying, no, they, they used to talk about 360, now they talk about other stuff, what's going on? Or something, yeah. something, to, yeah, something to that nature. They were, oh. they were pissed off because we, we were including other consoles and not just the 360 anymore. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. so there you go. It does happen. It does happen. That's all of them. That's... We're only going to talk about free um, mobile games from now on. That's <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's always because we're mobile fanboys. Pixel Dungeon. Yeah. yeah, Pixel Dungeon. There you go. It's good. It's good. Um, so there you go. That's all the questions. Um, we have got time for some... We have got time for some Chinese news, so oh. we should do some of I didn't that. think we'd be doing this. Super news. We can do a little bit. We've got time for a little bit. Well, we've already mentioned the Bloodborne thing, so we need to talk yep. about that. Fuck that No, screwed. Screwed. Fuck you. Um, what else should we talk about? All right, let's talk about some Nintendo stuff. Um, this isn't the Marvel stuff, by the way people. Uh, the Legend yeah, of Zelda Wii U delayed out of 2015. Uh, bad news, Zelda fans. The next game won't be out this year. Nintendo just announced they're no longer making a 2015 release uh, um, for the upcoming <laughs> Zelda Wii U. Series producer E.G. Anuma announced uh, the bad news in a video message on Facebook uh, where he talked about how the team has discovered several new possibilities for the game i.e. put it on the fucking next console that we announced last week. Um, That has led them to no longer prioritise releasing the Wii U's big Zelda game in 2015. Stu, do you think this has something to do with the new console, Stu? No, I I actually don't think it has anything... I don't think it has anything to do with the new console. I just think that they want to make sure it's done before they release it. Duke, on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, oh my god, can you inject Link into my bloodstream, and 0 being, I don't give a (laughs) shit, I hope this gets sent to Mars, Um, how much do you care about Zelda? Well, what do you think? Off to Mars. That's why he's asking you. Anybody (laughs) gives a shit. No, I should say, I actually... I feel like someday I will get into Zelda and I'll get really into it, but it'll be like Wind Waker in five years when I have it Matt, emulated. Dude, I think you'd like Zelda. I'm sure I would. It's a very good game. I don't know. I've never been fully taken with Zelda. Shut up. You've only played Spirit Tracks. That's the worst I've one. Play, I've, played, I've started them, not finished loads of them. Yeah, he doesn't do that very often. No. <laughs> exactly, I finish all the games I start. Uh, but not Zelda games, because I don't like them very much. There you go, I said oh, you right there. mercy. Um, anyway, talking about delayed games. Shots fired! Shots fired! Exactly. Well, hopefully, talking about delayed games, We, I mean, a game that's been delayed quite a little bit was Batman Arkham Knight. It was delayed a whole year. And now they've delayed it another couple of weeks uh or a week is it a week couple of weeks it's two weeks i think it's two weeks, two weeks. Or something. so at this two point weeks. i think they should just fucking not release it at all because it's just <laughs> just pathetic isn't it uh batman arkham knight has been delayed a few weeks it is now set for release on the 23rd of june 2015 it's supposed to be at the 2nd of june this is barely news i'm clicking off it now bye um, bye bye 
Okay. Well, you see, I've Raven Software. Remember Raven Software, Stu? I do, I do. This is Billy. They're in Wisconsin, right where I am. Oh, they should go around and see if you can get an interview. Hello. Knock the window. Go. Hello. Knock on window. Hello. Hello. Yeah. Yeah. Should do that. See see what happens. Um, uh, Raven Software have tweeted a mysterious image that could hint of the future of Singularity. Remember Singularity? It was that game they made that was good. good Uh, It has that time machine thing on their hand that made things go old or new. That was pretty much the whole game. Um, uh, The tweet reads, We're going back. Followed by the hashtag... Fuck it. Uh, no, sorry. Uh, Kajorga 12, whatever that is. A reference to the Ru- Russian island that served as the setting of singularity. It's included in the image below. Hmm. So Now, you see, they've missed a bit. What it should have said was, we're going back on the PS4 and Xbox One with the original game. That's what it looks like. Was. Uh, That's what's really happening here. If you're unfamiliar, Singularity was a Raven-developed first-person shooter released in 2010. Its story dealt with time travel, and the player could rewind objects like Craig David. For example, a broken staircase could be made into a new staircase again. Fantastic. Uh, But all joking aside, this game was fucking sick. Um, It was a good game. It it looks like a HD collection. It'd be nice if it was a sequel, but I doubt it. In fact, I don't know. It could be. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Yeah, you may be right because it wasn't. It wasn't. I don't think it was a massive commercial success. No, but it was critically. It did very. It was. It did. It was. But what I'm saying, usually the HD five stuff is tends to be reserved for things that have done well before that people will remember and go, "Oh yeah, I'll definitely play that." Can't pay the bills with uh, critical success. No, you can't. You can't. It's true. Um, I think anyway. we've got time. Let me have a look. Let me have a no, look. I think up. we've got shut time up for one or two more. Shut one up. or two more. Shut up. Um, okay. Okay. The master of the PC race, uh, Gabe Newell, uh, works for a company called Valve, and Valve promises free. Is it Vive? Vive? Vive. Whatever you want. Vive, I would say. Live in the Vive Loca VR dev kits. Uh, developers. Big and small can apply for the HTC headset. Everyone lost their fucking shit when Valve announced the HTC <laughs> Vive Viva Ricky Martin uh, headset. Um, and now Valve is sweetening the deal even further by promising free dev kits to selected developers. Um, great, brilliant, good for them. Yeah, I think it's a good move. You know, it keeps the publicity rolling, doesn't it, on this thing? And, you know, the people who are getting them are going, yeah, it's brill. Um, then it can only be good for them, can't it? I mean, it's it's a different setup than, you know, than obviously what Oculus did because they sold them to developers. So developers yeah, yeah. could buy the, the sort of development kits for it. So it's interesting I'd, I'd you know I'm, I'm interested to see what oculus do now i mean because they've got the might of facebook behind them so they've got plenty of cash going on uh whether they try and speed up production with this in the pipeline much sooner as far as we know than when the oculus is going to release uh yesterday konami gave a statement via the japanese metal gear twitter account to attempt to clear the air on what's going on with hideo kojima and kojima productions uh, this is via Kotaku, who previously reported that Kojima Productions 
brand has been dissolved uh, and even removed from the upcoming title Metal Gear Solid 5 The Phantom Pain. It seems that a Hideo Kojima game has removed too. Uh, after apologizing for causing concern and being unable to answer each individual question, the Tokyo-based game company stated... Um, I don't know what accent to do. Well, um, what about Cockney? Fuck it. All right. Uh, the Tokyo-based game company stated... Fucking hell, in accordance to fucking, with the recent fucking changes in production, uh, Gavna, uh, I can't, I can't keep it up. That's yeah, what that I was rubbish. Right. Yeah, in, in accordance to the, to the recent changes in production, organisation of all of Konami, Kojima Productions, as well as other internal production companies, has had its name, etc., changed to move into the corporate headquarters work structure. Work structure usually means fucking people off. Uh, the name and organisation has changed, but has before Metal Gear Solid 5, The Phantom Pain, is continue, continuing as a work of director Kojima and the existing team members. Continuing in a new tweet, Konami added, the social networking account has also changed. Basically, kids, this they, 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 they're sacking him. Kojima's off, right? He's sick of this Metal Gear shit, and he's off. Right, so they're renaming everything before he goes. That's it. I think I think I'm with you there. I think this is just damaging. That's it. He's yeah. he said for the last two yeah. Metal Gears, I am done. Stop it. Let me do something else. And, and they're, they're going, going just make one more, just idiot, one more, idiot, just just fucking one more, mate. Just fucking one more. Joke for all time's sake. Joke for all time's sake. Joke. Come on. Joke. What we got? We've only got Pro Evil. What are we gonna fucking do? Um, but no, he's gone. So I think I think the thing that's upset me more so than the metal because I'm not really that bothered about Metal Gear is is the Silent Hills thing because that did look cool. A corridor. You know the PT demo thing walking around. Amazing corridor. Can you say that like it's well, not well, an it important an, corridor? That's the most important, important corridor, corridor in the history of video games, right? Am I wrong? Right. No, I'm not. You are right. That's right. You are right. Is so recognize. Um, speaking but, of, go on. I was going to say Gimero del Toro must be well pissed off. I don't think. I, I think he does okay, Mr. Toro. No, I he think, does okay, yeah, but it's the second time on this project. It's the second time he's tried to do a horror video game, and it looks like it's potentially gonna fail. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So the guy must be a bit pissed about this because he's like, you know, he's making his own thing and then that, that didn't work out and then he got on board with this and it looks like this isn't going to work out either. Ah, I don't know. Right, anyway, let's talk about another franchise that is overhyped. Uh, Halo Online is free to play as a PC shooter coming to only to Russia. Uh, Halo Online will launch this spring only in Russia. It's designed to run well on lower-end PCs. There's no campaign mode, but the game is set on a secret uh, USC base, uh, space station called Anvil, where Spartans train together and test new technology. Uh, during the upcoming close beta, uh, the developers will monitor and adjust gameplay features in the in-game economy. However, they've been getting anonymous complaints saying... You do not change this map, otherwise you will have no longer see Kitten. <laughs> Which is weird. <laughs> that is very weird. I have no idea that is a very strange thing to happen. So a free-to-play Halo game. You know what I think? I don't give a fuck. I know. I don't understand why it's only Russia only. I don't because understand. 
Well, look, Russia and China, they're, they're, they're free to, they're, they love their free to play, don't they? Over there. That's their thing. They love that shit. Like, we don't. Yeah, I was going to say, what difference would he make? Where the, it doesn't where fly over here. We like to pay £60 or £50 <laughs> or something. We like it. No, because we moan. Don't we? Like, we go, no, we only need a, just a multiplayer. And then Titanfall comes in and go, where the fuck's the single player? Like, we're never happy. Whereas Russia and China, they, they love all that. They love it. I just, I just, and I, I don't, don't get it. Checked. I've done it if you've checked, Stu, but there's a lot of people in Russia. There are a lot of people, but there's a lot of people in America and the UK as well who would equally yeah, probably play Better people. Yeah, but they, they already Shots sell to those. Shots fired! <laughs> they can't release a free-to-play well, yeah. Halo in America. That's not Why not? Because people wouldn't fucking use it. Maybe not. Maybe not. I don't yeah, know. Where's the single player? Galo. It's that whole... Yeah, because everybody... Everybody says stuff, that when they play guns and stuff. That that just doesn't really. People don't like that as much here. There's that that, that Warface thing that Crytek are doing. They're trying, but apparently they do really well in areas like Russia. They don't do so great in the Western yeah. world because things like just... World of Tanks have done terribly in the West. You know these free-to-play models where you buy stuff. But I'm sure awful. in World of Tanks, and I think Twitch can prove this wrong, Mr. Smartass Stu, right? <laughs> that it's more popular in Russia. Yeah, but it's just popular everywhere. That game's popular <laughs> everywhere you go. <laughs> you're talking balls. No, I don't think I am. I think you're talking <laughs> balls. Balls, big fat airy balls. That's what you're talking. Balls, balls, no, balls, 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 balls. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, the I, episode I, name. <laughs> what balls, 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 balls. But yeah, I think I think it would do well anywhere. Yeah. You know what I mean. Who Whatever. knows? Anyway, anyway, they're doing that anyway. Who do I Yeah. That's anything it. else? Anything else? Is that it? Is that everything you want to talk about? I don't I think there's anything else. You're right. I don't think there's much. Uh, we have got a couple of emails, so let's do those. Let's do some emails. Oh, yeah, sure. second act of Broken Age releases at the 28th of April. Broken Age, remember that? Oh. I do. I like that game. <laughs> That ruled. Well, there you go. It comes out 28th of April. There you go. Um, first one's that kind of not a showy email, but it's an email all the same. Um, Darren Clark uh, sent me an email saying, Arcade Club Meetup. He says, hi, guys. Uh, hi. I'm not on the Facebooks. So just a quick note to let you know that I will be coming along to the Meetup next month. Let me know if you want any cash in advance or are we just sorting it out on the day. Cash in and- Cashing out. Uh, looking forward to meeting everyone there. Bring on the pinball. Cheers, Darren. Ding. Um, so, no, I think we decided we'll just sort it out on the day because we don't know exactly how many people are going to turn up. Yeah. So it's hard to know what's go- what it's going to cost. Just details, Darren. Yeah, just give us your bank details and we'll sort, sort out those, the rest. Three digits on the we'll, back, all that sort of We'll stuff. take what we need, don't you worry. Not a penny more. Not a There's penny no more. issue number, just the uh, valid from, really. Yeah, that's all we need. So we need, so it should be fine. Um, yeah, so the next one is from Derek Sainz, who uh, emails us every week, incidentally. Now, uh-huh. and he says this: he says a, a funny thing happened on the way to the online forum. He says, "Hello again, veteran gamers. Uh, I managed to hear some of last week's podcast live on Twitch about an hour in total, but it wasn't without its problems. Uh, the show kept breaking up. Usually, when Stu was speaking, pause for appropriate jokes from Chini and Duke." 
Um, because she's a twat. Not a thing of value is lost. <laughs> I like that better. I like that better. Uh, and I had to reload it several times. I will attempt to listen again on the 29th of March, but it all depends on what online connection is like. Uh, I did manage to leave a few That's comments today. in the chat. That is today. In the chat, as Diesel Saint. So that's his... Uh, I remember him. Oh. I remember him being in the chat. Uh, where did you come up with such a name, I hear you ask? Well, there's a little story there, for sure. Oh. Uh, during the crazy, carefree 1990s, two friends and I decided to form a purely fictional hip-hop rap trio oh. along the lines of Run DMC or the Beastie Boys. Obviously, we had to have cool alter ego character names. Absolutely. Uh, which, is where, which is where I came up with Diesel Saint. Uh, along with my homeboys, MC Impossible and Captain <laughs> like, Rapture. I like MC Impossible. <laughs> Captain Rapture. Captain Rapture. Rap, Rapture. Rapture. Yeah. Yeah, Captain Rapture. I, MC, uh, the Captain... I think MC Impossible should have a friend called MC Possible as well. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That is cool. That is cool. Um, anyway... <laughs> Anyway, the captain was in the Territorial Army but never reached the rank of captain. Uh, the problem came with the name of the group and despite coming up with 20 to 30 names, we never did agree on a name that we all liked. It's only while you're trying to come up with a group name yourself that you realise how lame most of them sound. I did come up with the Triforce Rappers uh, in a tribute to the Zelda games but it was the only one. Uh, it was only one of us into video games at that time. Mm. I still li- love listening to hip-hop and rap but I think our own hopes of musical world domination are now well and truly defunct. Uh, keep on dreaming, Derek. It's all good. Yeah, never, yeah. never, so, never back down, Derek. Nah, never give up, man. Never give up. It's important to do it even if it's just for you or for a couple of people, you know? As I once said, I only got uh, 12 people want to hear me spit, but I love to serve up some linguistic tricks. Um, got to show off these linguistic um, flips, and I doubled my base a year ago. I only had six. So there you go. So there you go. That's how you do it. You do it. That's how you do it right there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, weirdly, I mean, when we came up with the veteran gamers, we did it very quickly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was. It was very quick, wasn't it? It was within about sort of. 10 to 15 minutes of chatting about it, we came up with a name, and that was kind of Shit, it. I checked we it, need it. a name. Shit, we need yes, a was. It was. Yeah. It was. Okay, I had a look. No one had it, and it was like, there you go, job done. There it is. Let's <laughs> it go was, home. I know, yeah, it was very, very quick. Although I must admit, the, the logo um, took a little bit more time, didn't it? We yeah, had a few tries. Dumbass out. logos. <laughs> and I was like, no, we're not having that. It looks terrible. Uh, interestingly, and people probably don't know this, but the first the first logo Duke came up with was it was like a Call of Duty badge thing, wasn't it? You remember the shield? I, I, <laughs> still use those. I still have them, I think. Do you? That's funny. And now everybody in the dog steals our logo. Yeah, they do because it's awesome. I know. Bloody loads of people have stolen Everybody our logo. They were us, but they can't be us. They can't. They can't. There's loads. Of, it's, it's really weird. There's loads of them on. There's quite a few on Steam. Uh, user groups use our logo. There's quite a few on Facebook have our logo. People have our logo all over the bloody place. Well, you know what? Imitation is the most sincere form of something. Uh, so if they like your logo. I was saying, I was saying though, the logo is great. It is a great Thank logo. Thank you. I know, I know. Couldn't hey. be better. Couldn't be better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> 
So there you go. Thank you for that. And then Jason uh, says, of course, a postmodern skateboard that ditches the board, all tech considered, NPR. Uh, he said, Ollie Ollie Stu, just make sure you dance a little and show off a lot. And then he's done, um, well, it's basically he's sent a link. And basically this guy, <laughs> these are just the craziest looking things you've ever heard. Uh, this guy's come up with a skateboard without a board. So it's kind of two hoops that you put your feet in. Okay. And it's called the Sidewinder Circular Skates. Okay. So there you go. So you're kind of doing skateboarding without the board. <laughs> I don't even know how else to describe this weird-looking thing. Right. Yeah. So there you go. Maybe one day, if I was a bit younger and didn't want to kill myself, I might give it a go. But... Not so much. I mean, I look at this and I think it probably doesn't work very well. Although there is a there is a video of someone actually using them who seems to know what the hell he's doing. So there you go. That's it. So thank you, Jason, for that, I guess. Uh, and that's it for emails this week. That's kind of all the emails that we got. Thanks for emailing in, everybody. There you go. Uh, so anyway, on that note... Thank you. So on that note, it's time to do some uh, shout-outs and get the hell It's time for a shout-out! Hey! Of here. Um, So there you go. So we'll start off with Duke. Where are my cough drops? That's a funny shout-out. Just be in the other room. Okay, um, I will shout-out JSS Lifelike because he's going through some stuff, and I'm really sorry, dude. Hugs to him and his family. Uh, Yeah, it's really fucked up. Sorry. No other word for it. I will shout out Fire Taco Spartan for gifting me the game Caster on Steam. I appreciate that. I will shout out everyone listening, both the people in the chat live and the people listening later on, especially that guy that I teach with in the Learning Center. He said he was going to listen to some shows on his trip to New Orleans over spring break. Um, but I'd love to go to New Orleans. What? Yeah, I, li- I like an I-, I have this romantic idea of the Deep South. I'm sure it's totally wrong. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember, do you ever remember that Southern Comfort advert where there's like the, the sort of hurricane? No. And and they lock themselves in the bar? No. No. I mean, no. Sure I mean, like the Shaun of the Dead? No, you, you probably haven't seen this because it's kind of like an English advert of Southern Comfort. But basically they, there's like a hurricane and they all lock themselves in the bar and they're just having a party and there's like someone playing the piano and they're singing songs and drinking Southern Comfort and then... And then they sort of goes to look and he goes, oh, the hurricane's passed. And they'll go, boo, because they're all booing because they're having such a great time. And then he goes, but it is still raining. You see? Are so they can carry not saying boo urns? I think they're saying boo urns. Boo urns. <laughs> Maybe they are. I think Maybe the they South are. United States is being kind of like what I understand the north of England is like. What? What? Y'all Full of people of that are really, right? People no, I come from the really North. I'm in the North of England. People that are really tight with their money and talk funny. Talk funny, yeah. mostly, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. just like, I don't know, kind of like, don't the people in the South of England think of the people in the North as being just backwards? No. I'm not asking you, Stu. <laughs> yeah. What are you going to say? No. Well, you're in the middle, Ginny. You're not even in the South. You I'm in the middle. Anything. Which sort of sums up me in life, really. I'm sort of on the you're fence. middle. Middle of the road. You see, I think... And I'll, oh, I'll also shout out the Duchess because she's awesome. She's doing our taxes right now. Thanks, Duchess. There you done. go. Uh, I, I think the other reason... 
the other reason I have this romantic notion of the the deep south of America is because of reading. Uh, is it Midnight in the Garden of Good and Evil? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I read that book, but mm. it it does a really good job of painting this picture of what it would be like there. Yeah, the, all I think of is when in New Orleans is live and let die. <laughs> yeah, so, there you go. And Hannibal Burris talking about going around New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there you go. Anyway, Chini, over to you. I would like to shout out. Um, I didn't really know what was going to come out of my mouth when I said that sentence. Uh, I'll shout out I Pete. All right, yeah. Because he said he was going to buy Evolve soon when I tweeted out, anybody want to play Evolve? So he's going to buy that. I'll shout out Step J for recommending. Uh, a restaurant that was closed when I went there uh, in Warwick. That was fantastic. But it wasn't actually closed. It was just closed because of time. But it was open 12 till 2, and I got there at half 2. Now, I uh, it it's not because he saw you coming down the road and was like, oh, we're not having oh, that riff Get out of the gate. No, we, but we, we <laughs> at another place, like a little cafe called Apple Tree. And All right. It was nice. It was Was it nice. good? And the woman was very... So she was a very old woman, but she was very friendly, you know, the type. Wow! Yeah, take all the money from the till! Yeah, thank you. Wasn't asking. Did it, did it take uh, her that long to get to the table that your food was cold when yeah. she got there? No, she, 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 she brought the, 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 the coffee over, but she was shaking so much. It was like, oh, it's empty! And then she went back and got more. Um, no, she was fine. It was good. So that, I'll show it. Step J, uh, IP for... Uh, he's going to jump on Evolve. That's about it, really. There you go. Okay. Uh, well, I'll I'll shout out whoever decides to put the clocks forward or backwards. Boy. Do you know what I mean? Because it's just stupid, isn't it? You know, I've heard recently about retail. Like the the there's the other thing as well. It saves energy apparently because people don't switch on their lights as long. That's yeah. the other thing that yeah, I heard. True. But true enough. Yeah. Yeah, it's just bullshit, man. It's just bullshit. Um, and my wife all day is going, what's the real time? And I was like, well, there's whatever time it is. It's not that complicated. It's just, just, just an, hour, an hour later. Most computers and phones just do it anyway. Like, it's not, they do. They do. There's not, not many clocks now that you have to physically change. No. Anymore. anymore. But um, I like it when the clocks move forward because everything starts to get lighter. So it's all good. Well, it was good. I mean, we went out for a walk after tea tonight, and we wouldn't have been able to do that last night <laughs> because it was obviously lighter for long. But for the next couple of weeks, you're going to wake up and it's dark for a little bit. But... Chinny, when I wake up, it's always dark. <laughs> Why? Because you've got the cover over your head? No, because I get up at half past four in the morning. See, it's always I dark. I see. I see. Well, that's about it for this week. So uh, thank you for everybody for joining us, and we'll see you next time. I went into this restaurant in New Orleans called Coops. When it's in the bathroom, huge rat in the bathroom of Coops. Rat looked at me like, what are you doing here? <laughs> that was his vibe.
It's very negative. <laughs> very negative vibe. Also, I'm just assuming that it was a he. I think rats are dudes. That's a dude trait to be a rat. All rats are dudes. Unless he's giving birth right there. You're like, okay, that might be a lady rat. <laughs> or it could be a dude rat playing an elaborate trick on us. You never know. Rats are rats. So me and the rat, we held eye contact for several moments. I broke eye contact first. He was definitely the alpha in that situation. I went to my seat. The server comes up. Hey, you guys decided on what you want? I said, you know, I don't think I'm going to get anything. I just saw a rat in the bathroom. He said, man, we are right by the Mississippi River. These buildings are 200, 300 years old. They are rats everywhere. Even the five-star restaurants have rats. Somehow he made me feel like the weirdo. We're bringing up rats in the restaurant. I don't know what type of Jedi mind trick this was. He confused the hell out of me because I still ended up ordering food there. Well, I guess I had the shrimp and grits then. My bad for bringing up the whole rat thing. That was real mean of me. It was inconsiderate. I'm so drunk. My bad, man. I did I did think of you this week, Duke, when the new Humble Weekly Bundle came out. Oh, yeah? Why's that? Because it's all comedy stuff. Ah. Oh, yeah, I saw that. They had one woman on it. Really? You can't find another yeah. woman? And she's yeah, half naked look- on the cover. Whoa, sure. Yeah, I did think that. I must admit. I'm like, who's Eliza Schlinger? Or whatever her name uh-huh. is. But she's naked. Might be funny. Who cares? She's hot. <laughs> yeah. She is hot. She is hot, but she's naked. Um, but they had a lot of Bill Hicks stuff. Yeah. There's like they do. three, four, five that. Bill Hicks thing. Yeah. No, he's awesome. So, if you haven't heard Bill Hicks, you should totally get that humble bundle because he's the man. I did think about yeah. it because it's only like three quid or four quid for all of what it. What are you debating? Get it. I know. I know. So well, I might get it. I might get it. But I don't know who any of do. I don't know who Mark Moran is. I don't know yeah, who Brooke Wheeling Three is. Three Bill Hicks albums and you got the documentary and everything? Just get it. No, there's, there's two in the sort of average and then there's another one if you pay over $10. Yeah. There's have another you, two in that. Have you listened to Bill Burr? Uh, a little bit. Not enough to make a, a judgment. He's good. I'm yeah, that's what I've heard. Mm. 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 There you go. Anyway, we need to go. So Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Bill Hicks for the win. That's right, Step J. Woo! Bill Hicks Hicks for the win.